What's up, folks? Welcome to Hidden in Plain Sight. This week, we've got another fantastic episode of Meeting of the Minds. This one goes long. Sit down, buckle up, get a snack and a bottle of water because it is almost three hours, as these things usually go. Um, we don't have a guest on this week. It's just Matt, New York Patriot, the odd man out, and yours truly, the perpetual skeptic. And we talk about, you know, some current events, some false flags going around, and just shoot the shit, just four wild and crazy guys doing what we do. So, with that, let's get to it. But let's start with some tough love, all right? Ready for this? Here goes. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial military-industrial complex. Their whole purpose throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else. At controlling everyone else. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. A new world order. The difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. It changes you. You have to be asleep not to see that. That is what's going that on. That is what's going on. People who are in the public spotlight, well, of course, one of them is dead, but like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Unless you're, like, threatening their family or, you know, threatening physical violence on them. It's, but, you know, it's what we... Even if you were, like, Ghislaine Maxwell, who lives at so-and-so address, no matter what you say about these people, even if you get someone enraged, nobody knows where they live to go fucking enforce any violence. And they have security. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're right, man. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to get through the fucking gates. And all the way up to the house before you could even do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You think these people live in like 10, 20 million dollar homes and they're not well protected? Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, who can afford to fly to Belize or one of these like getaways where they have their homes anyway? You know? <laughs> it's probably got a moat around it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these people are untouchable. And that's the funny thing because, and, and, and it's one of the few things I, I agree with, with Tripoli on is that, you know, that the only things that hurt these people are words because they're not afraid. They ne have no threat of physical violence. So it's all words. That's their biggest threat to them is words and opinion. Because, you yeah. know, you or I can't find them. And even if we could, like you said, we got to get through their moat. We got to get through the alligators across the bridge, you know, all that shit. 
and then get across the guards. And it's like you're never finding these people. They're going to escape through a, a bunker, you know, and hide out. So it's just it's it's comical. Well, and they'd get they'd get replaced instantly anyway. Any yeah. of the, any of the people that we see that think it, that seem to have power, they're not the ones in power. They just get the benefit of looking like they have they have power. The puppets. Yeah. And that's the, that, that's the thing that drives me nuts about fucking Elon Musk, man. These people that are on their knees just begging him to take over the world, you know, just brain ship me, put your satellites anywhere you want. I'll bend over and take one if that's needed. You know, like these people are out of their minds. Do you remember when he made that remark? I will give you the money to take whatever. I think he said the world, the United States out of debt as long as you show me how you're doing it. Well, he said he would cure world hunger. Yes, right? yes. Yeah, so for, he for like $4 said, billion. Like, he already said right there he's capable of doing it on his own. Yeah. Just Are, admitting that you have the money to do it, but I, I need someone to show me how it's done. Do it yourself, dude. You don't need to show anybody to show you how it's done. You're admitting right there I have the money to do it, and I ain't fucking doing shit anyway. Yeah. And people still say But that's the way these people work, right? They yeah. could. All, all of the world's problems could be solved. But they just choose not to. Yeah. And that's the we were talking about this before you got on and why about, you know, the realm that we're in and the time that we're in. And are we, you know, is it possible we're transitioning from a dark, dark period into something better? But who knows? Yeah. Dude, I think I don't know. I just think shit's shit is about to fucking hit the fan. And uh, like the people that rule this shit know the shit is about to hit the fan. They're doing everything they can to stop it. Um, I think I think they're blocking out the sky for a reason. Like something yeah, something's going on with the sky, and there's a reason for that. Uh, the moon starts popping up at like five o'clock in the afternoon now. Like I've never seen this shit in my life. Like I I'm, I'm a you know I've been playing baseball or, or coaching baseball you know for forty years now. And some outside and I recognize the sky as a kid. I never remember the moon being out during the day. Rarely. If, if the narrative is correct, then it had to have been, I mean, I remember seeing the moon during the day when I was a kid. Um, But like, I didn't, I didn't think much of it. I just knew the moon moved slower than the sun. Like, they taught you that. See, I always like thought science. something of it because it was so weird to me. I'm like, the moon's only supposed to be visible at night. You know, that's what we were taught was that the moon comes out at night and sun's out in the day and that, the, you know, they work together and all that horse shit. And it's like, no, none of it. And like oh, you yeah. said, Bob, I started paying attention now to where is it? Where is it showing up and how is it moving? Because I've no, I, it's like you said, I think there's some fuckery going on because there's times where it's in the same spot for like three days. And yep. that's not supposed to be possible. I don't think like, the sky we're looking at is real. I think it's a projection. Um, it's I've a, often said, I think it's a green screen. Yeah. Uh, um, and and that's, that's where they get the whole well, phrase. The sky is falling because I, a green. Yeah. Broke before. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, I think it's a recent thing. Like I have watched the sky change just over the past couple months. I've watched it transform. Like the nighttime sky is like, like hazy 
and not crisp and clear and the, there's only a few constellations you you can see and they're really dull um and then during the day like um there's only a few spots like on a clear day there's only like a little spot that's like blue the rest is white like it's white it has been very gray that yeah. i have noticed yeah um i remember um one of these days i'm gonna get around to doing a show about it yeah i had matt landman on but we really didn't talk about the the things i kind of wanted to talk about he's probably moved on you know to other things more or more or less like but i wanted to talk about the old school shit he used to talk about from the first movie but like there's a scientific american article from 2000 i want to say 2010 or 2012 and the title is will geoengineering turn the skies white and it's all about them doing the fuckery in the sky to dim the sky. And it's, and it's like talking about how it's going to turn, it could turn the sky white. And what do we see all the time, man? It's just this ugly, dim, white, whitish color. that's just depressing. And, you know, it's just doom ridden, you know, it's. Yeah, dude, if you look around the sun, like I used to sun gaze. And so I can look at the sun in the middle of the day and I'll squint for a second, but then I can focus in on it and it doesn't hurt. I can't look at the sun like it's so bright. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck is that, dude? Like it is crazy bright, but the heat isn't the same when you stand in the sun. It's hot, but it's not like when you're in the sun, it's a different hot. Well, it's not like that anymore. It's kind of more muted. Um, and then right around where the sun is, it's this like it's all white. It's like this big white lit up area around the sun. Um, and then at the horizon, it's white. And then there's just a little bitty space where it's like, okay, that's blue, I guess. Like, it's fucking weird, man. And when I went out a little earlier, I was there was only a couple of little wisps of clouds in the sky. But the sky itself looked all fucked up and hazy and like, like there was more depth than there should be. Like I was looking through multiple layers, but they were translucent layers. So it was just kind of an opacity to the sky and i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> like this isn't you ever heard of that whole vanilla sky theory yep. i was like i've seen those pictures in the past and i was like you know i was i realized it. i was driving somewhere i think it might have been yesterday or maybe over the weekend with my wife going somewhere like far and i was like looking at the sky and i'm like you know it almost looks like it's going back to that <laughs> i was like it almost yep. looks like those fucking weird pictures from the past where the sky don't look right anymore well, maybe maybe the those pictures weren't manipulated. They were just doing what is going on now. Mm. Because if you were to take a picture of the sky now, it would look the same as that whitewashed, you know, vanilla sky. Look, maybe it wasn't a treatment. Maybe it's just that they had blocked out the sky. I don't know, man. But there's some crazy fuckery. The moon comes around. Notice when there's a new moon. So it's about to be a full moon. And it'll be a full moon longer than it should be it'll probably be like four or five days that we get a full moon and then it'll start transitioning to a new moon and when it gets to a new moon uh, pay attention to how long the moon is gone because the last time this happened the moon was gone for 11 days just gone day and night yes it was just there was no moon for 11 days the last yeah. time there was a new moon and then it showed up and right before it disappeared, and then right after, it was coming around every 24 hours. And the moon moves at like a 32, 33 hour rotation 
in not 24 like the sun it moves just a little bit slower than the sun um but it was coming around every 24 hours and then as it transitions through its phases it gets just a little bit behind so it's dropping like an hour of phase as it goes back to full moon and then back to new moon again and i think by the time it gets almost to new moon again it's at that 34 hour rate and then it starts over again and goes 24 hours and then moves back to 32 34. Um, at least that's my observation of it and that's not the way it's supposed to fucking work <laughs> this isn't this isn't the way it's supposed to work i've been looking at the sky for a long time i've always been a sky gazer my entire life i've always been fascinated by it and this is not none of what's going on now is what i remember from my childhood according to my moon map april 15th 16th and 17th it would be like the biggest yeah this weekend yeah, well, yeah. saturday it's 99 and then sunday 100 percent. friday's 96 percent. yeah I mean, those are three uh three very strong days to use for magic as well mm -hmm. saturday sure you could do a lot with Saturday. Well, and if you think about it, that's around the time a lot of these, uh, you know, older from the 90s terrorist attacks happened. You know, Columbine was right around then. Oklahoma City was all right around then. And, it, you know, now knowing what I know now, it's like, man, they use some magic to, to help generate that as well. Well, I think they use what? the magic maybe not to do the the act, but to cast the spell over the people. Maybe. Yeah, like, I mean, I've, I like have, it's a real act, I mean, but they just use the magic to just be like, "This is what you saw." Yeah. Well, I mean, even when it comes to the moon, you know, I've mentioned it before. I mean, I think people don't really. I don't know if you're thinking that there's this big object up in the sky and it's reflecting light down onto the Earth. I mean, and then the colors change. If you know anything about like sound is all just some vibrational wavelength, you should wonder, like, is that going to have an effect on us? Sure. Like that is literally light from whatever it is out there, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. If it's a fucking spaceship, a fucking, you know, moon or whatever, it's shining some sort of fucking vibrational energy down on us and it fucking changes colors. That means it's changing vibration. And it's like, colder uh, than the sun, so <laughs> oh, it's dude, it's colder than like questioning things with that. Shit. It's colder than dark. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> literal cold light. Like when you measure the temperature in moonlight and in moon shade, it's cooler in moonlight than it is in moon shade. What the fuck? What? <laughs> like. Like that shit blew my mind when I started looking into that. I was just like, wait a minute. This is a cold light? What? It's almost like an oxymoron. Right, right. It's like the whole explanation of why it's warmer when the sun's farther away. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know what I'm saying? You're just like, wait, all right. I guess that makes sense. Right. Oh, way of the angle, you know, the whole fucking story is probably bullshit. Well, of course, oh, we know it. Thing don't go anywhere. We just move. Well, yeah, who knows? But I mean, I know I, I just got shit that doesn't make sense. Like I was thinking about, you know, because I'm constantly trying to come up with uh, either strengthen my arguments for flat earth or prove it wrong. Um, and I was like, you know, if the sun is 93 million miles away and it is beaming all of its heat at us and it's all coming through fucking space at us this powerful beam of heat and light and it all hits the earth because the earth is like this tiny little speck in its freaking big ass beam of light 
um, and it hits the earth, first of all, if it was that big of a beam of light, it would light up a lot more of the earth that gets daylight right now. Like it would, it would literally wrap around it because it's so small that the light out here would illuminate the backside just because that's how light works. Um, so nighttime would be this small sliver on the backside of the earth that doesn't get all the way dark. But if it was all coming in like that and all coming in even and the heat was even how the heat gets through zero gravity and negative what 3000 degrees of space but wouldn't wouldn't it be hotter at mountaintops like the higher atmosphere you got the closer you would be to that heat and you wouldn't have the atmospheric layer to protect you from it and it would be significantly hotter at the top of a mountain than at the bottom and it's not that way. yeah and hot air rises only to a certain point right right well, Bobby, you're fucking correct. I, I was like, no, did he say 93 million miles away? Or whatever you said. Yeah. And 93 bugged me out. And you're right. Uh, it's too Crowley. Yeah, dude. The earth is 93 million miles away from the sun. And the sun goes through the galaxy at 66.6 million or 60, 666,000 miles an hour. I mean, even the sun on uh, the sun on the, the tree of life, Tiferet, numerical value of that sphere is 666. Yeah. Yeah. They put so. that shit everywhere. And for people to be like, oh, this is, you know. You no, know, it's weird because uh, I do believe that, believe it or not, I think the 93 does go back to the moon matrix, the moon and Saturn matrix. Sure. Shit. So with the sun having the 93 involved in there, that really fucking because I think it's like kind of like the sun is being manipulated or the whatever. It's hard to get into. It would take up to way too much time. But yeah. The sun fitting in there uh, makes sense. It's like, fuck, dude, it's, it's all fuckery. Very weird, dude. It's, it's fucking weird. I, I talked to uh, I talked to Ron Weed recently, man, and that dude's hard to keep up with, man. Um, <laughs> that dude makes my brain hurt. When he starts talking about numbers, I'm just like, bro, <laughs> this is intense, man. Like, I can't, I can't keep up with all this number stuff. Uh, like, I can see some of the signs and go, yeah, all right, that's some fuckery. But man, that go, that dude goes hard, and he didn't even go that hard with me, and I was still just like, okay, <laughs> all right. Yo, um, I, I had him on twice. The first time, I mean, first time he blew my mind both shows. The second time, though, I was like way too fucking stoned. And I'll be totally honest with you. I had to push myself through that show because that shit was bugging me out so much. (laughs) I was like, yo, this is getting too fucking deep for me because like he was really getting into some deep shit that even I I swear ties in to the Kabbalah. And it was like literally Mm -hmm. like having somebody like kind of being like reinforcing your idea and being like, and this is the code to it in the fucking matrix. And I was like, fuck. I was like, was just, that's how I felt. Dude. I was just so fucking stoned. But like the shit that he does or ideas and concepts that me and Lux have even spoken about. But like he just shows you like the whole fucking numerical gameplay and dance of it. And I'm just like, yo, this is like fucking bizarre. Yeah. Because it's like weird ideas that I have that I try to explain in the Kabbalah. He proves it with mathematics. And it's just like, oh, yo, is this like the fucking actual code to the Matrix? Might be, dude. <laughs> Yo, it's too fucking weird. It's all about numbers, right? Like, yeah, like even when he, like, I've like, I thought a great way, and I never would have thought of like explaining it, but the way he did it was like saying, explaining that dark matter 
he he associates with the scarlet whore and i said that's exactly i said that really would be a great scientific way to show it and then like the u is always used as like a cup or a sign for the scarlet whore even the letter c i think is just turned sideways and is used for the same thing kind of as a, a vessel to hold something um he started getting into it, showing you how, like, with dark energy, if you put something in the middle of a horseshoe magnet, you start to get this whole, like, fucking thing with, like, it was, like, connecting the same spheres on the trees with the numbers and stuff. And I was like, yo, this is getting too fucking wild, man. I'm like, this guy's, like, showing you, like, was, like, showing me, like, dark matter and how magnetic energy has a specific code to it. That was like he was he was showing me mathematically how he thinks he found the scarlet or and magnetism and dark matter. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, I was like, yo, this is fucking insane, because like I had already believed these ideas, but just didn't know how to touch on them. And this kid like hit me with that shit. And I was like, this is like bugging me. It was like actually too much for me. I thought in some ways, believe it or not, I was like, you know, sometimes I think I'm just better off a little naive. <laughs> yo, anyway, I got a question. <laughs> Like with the uh, with Kabbalah, because I know very little. I've read two books and I still know nothing. <laughs> but like, um, so I was reading this one book, and it was saying that this dude, this uh, Jewish rabbi, is kind of known for basically coming up with what became the Kabbalah because it's based on the Zohar and the uh, one of the oh. other Jewish books. Is uh, I got his name right here because I want to look deeper into it. But Simeon Bar Yoka. Rabbi that, Bar that Yoka, guys, no. or Yokai, have you no. ever heard any such I, shit? <laughs> I I can tell you, I I don't know any specific names of anybody for like traditional Kabbalah, like you're talking about. Um, but it it does definitely go back to uh, you know Jewish mysticism, and it does have the uh, the Zohar is like this huge volume set of it, and the, the I think there's something called the Yetzeretic text. Mm, okay. That's like something that I've like referred back to, and has like a couple of deep phrases for like each sephirot on the tree and shit. Um, then, you know, and that's all, uh, you know, just that's more of traditional, actually Kabbalah. Yeah. Okay. Even traditionally though, when, before you start adding all the planets and all the associations and saying, you know, this God's here and this and that, before you add the tarot to it, that would be just like the Kabbalah. When you add all that shit to it, it actually changes to hermetic Kabbalah. Gotcha. Know, totally different. I think you know some people don't realize that too, but yeah, you got the, uh, the Q. Definitely, it's definitely tons. It's it all comes from the Jews. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I want to look deeper into that, into that, man, because like some people dispute that. I find they that say, very interesting. Yeah. Some people say that he it was actually I think a Spaniard that this rabbi actually got that from. I forget his name, but it's kind of goes back and forth. But it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I, man. I think it even had to do with like this guy put himself into some weird mantra of fucking like meditative state and then just like started writing shit too. Like, yeah, that's what I heard. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's like weird deep that shit like back. that. Too. Yeah. yeah, where he just freaking he summoned he like summoned a demon or something and it was written through or an angel or whatever and it was written through him by that entity. You know what's you know it's wild. The whole OTO basis of Thelema is based on a channeling of an entity. I don't know if most people even realize that. You know, and that's you know how many fucking cults have started that way. I mean, yeah. Alistair Crowley contacted and channeled some fucking spirit that told him the fucking law. Like, who the fuck do you know he was talking to? If he was talking to anybody. That is wild. You know, man. it's just like you know, how do you know if the message like 
I think there's a lot of deep shit in that book, but it's not presented the way it's supposed to be taken, you know? Well, that's all you, I mean, that's all you can do with all of these books, right? All these texts is just kind of have discernment, know what to use, yeah, what yeah, not no, but to I don't use. Think a lot of people- I don't think any, any single book has the answers. You know, you gotta, you gotta take all of this shit in, um, you know, all the information. I think just, yeah, you know, I, I've, I've taken a chill pill about it lately, but uh, man, it, just not too long ago, man, I was just like, I want all the info, all the info, uh, as much of it, as fast as it can come. I want all of it. And I just, it was constant. And I've had to, I've had to freaking chill out because it was really kind of fucking with me um, because it's just too much, man. Like that shit gets real heavy, real heavy. So anybody out there, fucking be careful going down rabbit holes, man. It can, oh, it can fuck yeah. your world up if you're not ready. Yep. Um, Yo, it was hard for me to even do that Scarlet Horse series at one point. At one point, me and Lux almost stopped because, like, we were just getting like, honestly, it felt like something was fucked up. Like, it, like it was like we're we're going back over like real deep shit and like you know constantly looking at it because we're trying to figure out how we're we even going to try to present this and make it fucking comprehensible for anybody. So it was like constant, like you know, every day if I was working on it, believe it or not, that series took like six weeks about to me. Dude, talking about a dark that, energy that gives it fucked me up yeah. in the head a little bit. I was just like, it was like staring into the abyss. Right. You know what I'm saying? It stares back at you. And it was just kind of like, yep. I'll be honest, there was times when me and him got done recording and we were like, yo, that just like fucking took the life out of me. Well, let's see, you're you're talking about a dark energy, right? And, and so, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. bringing attention to that. I was giving it power in life in itself, really, yep. if you're thinking about it. Yep. Yeah. And so it was draining you as you were doing it. It's just fucking, you know, they're energy vampires. These dark energies are just energy vampires. Man. They will just suck the energy right fucking out of you. Um, it's like if you get home from work and you spend your time in the city in an office or whatever, and you get home and you're exhausted, but you didn't really do anything. That's why like these dark energies are what controls all of that world. And they are, they are just sucking the fucking life out of you. And I think they do it to a point that it's lowered our, our life expectancy to what it is now. I think we could live fucking possibly forever if we were the beings we're supposed to be, but we're just, we're disposable to the people that control this realm. And so they just use us up and throw us away. Yeah. I even think that's where you get back into like magnetism and gravity. Yep. Like I think metal has something to do with it actually as crazy as it sounds, but like, you know, if we're, if, you know, if, if we're this, like, I believe it's a matrix. So I believe that like all I really am is just like a thing of light experiencing you know, whatever, a 3D hologram. Like, and if I do believe that, then I could understand how it's possible because you can bend light with with the with mag- magnetic you know energy. And that will bend light and manipulate it. So that like that's how I see how a matrix is possible because you could technically distort something that was something else, the chaos and change, and then make it to whatever you want it to be. Oh yeah. Just electromagnet, you know. This fucking this shit that we're using, EMF, can fuck you up. Once you go up to 10, you can start fucking hearing shit and seeing shit. Oh, we're doing, we're fucking, like, this, what we're doing right now, this technology that we have right now, we're dealing with shit that we don't understand. Like, most people, yeah, you can open your phone and you can look inside of it and you can be like, okay, this is kind of how it works. It's these computer chips and whatever. You don't know how that shit works. It could be what 
is considered fucking black magic for all you know maybe all those computer chips are there just to fucking fool you and it's really just the fucking black mirror on the front of it that does anything <laughs> and the fucking electronics is just there as a fucking ploy it's a fucking no. Pepsi <laughs> to make you think that it's an electronic device and it's not they all have crystals really in them like it's a liquid crystal fucking screen yeah like in your blood like dude, we don't fucking know we don't know Yo, I say it all the time, that fucking iPhone or even the computer screen. That's the fucking monolith, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, and what happened after that shit showed up? The monkey started acting like fucking crazy. Yep. What it's doing to us. Yep. The cell phone even looks like the monolith, right? <laughs> yep. You know what else looks like the monolith that I noticed uh, just a couple of years ago? The UN building. It's like that same exact shape. <laughs> Really? I don't know. I just kind of noticed that. I don't know. No, if you really want to get crazy, you think about how when they saw the monolith, they started going nuts, right? They started killing each other. Yeah. And then think if the apple, they knew the difference between good and evil. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even yeah, the, they knew what evil was now because they're beating the fuck out of each other. Dude, the, even, the first, uh, you guys have probably seen it, like the first apple ad in a magazine was this, this like a depiction Wild. of Adam, right? And he was naked in the Garden of Eden holding a computer over his you know, dick or whatever. So, I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? What is <laughs> that? Macintosh, or I think it was one of their computers, even one of their commercials that was on TV. It was fucking weird as shit. The 1984 commercial. Yeah, 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 I think that was it was like some fucking almost like looked like some New World Order shit in there. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's right. So it's like, they, I mean, it really does go back. Like they knew what they were doing. Right? Oh yeah. Like oh, it's is, all about. This has been long in place, odd man. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and now we use the shit to try to talk about it. <laughs> right. Well, it, backfired. <clears throat> it backfired. They created this thing they, they <laughs> that they knew they could use to control the world, right? But it has also backfired on them. You know, they're still able to use it to control the world. I mean, just look at all the idiots fucking freaking out about the shit that we were just talking about, the subway shit in New York. Like, they're using it, and people are freaking freaking out about that shit. They used it for Ukraine. I mean, they're using it the way they want to. And then they just, all they have to do is label the people like us crazy. And most of the idiots that are like, oh, my God, there was a shooting in, in New York subway. Those people also look at us and go, oh, you don't listen to those conspiracy theorists. They're crazy. Uh, so something I, I do want to add to that, and I don't want to bring the subject back up. It's not so much this situation, but uh, I don't know if a lot of people really know, because like it's it's really only on like um, local news here. If I doubt you people would hear about this stuff. And what do you mean, you state, people? People not in New York. None of you are in New York, right? As far as I know, none of you are in New York. So the rest, the rest of you, you know, that's how I say it. That are not in New York. I'm sure you don't hear about like stupid bullshit. But like, since Eric Adams has come in, first off, you have to realize I don't know how the fuck this happened. We had De Blasio, who hated the NYPD, shit on the NYPD, let people do whatever the fuck they wanted to the NYPD, to Eric Adams, to now even the left is sucking his fucking dick and wants laws enforced. I don't know how the fuck that happened wow. within a year. But besides that, besides that, since he has come in, and I find it funny how it's like almost, this is really like almost Germany to me now. First off, the NYPD took a knee and all took the vax. I thought that was fucking wild. I thought that was crazy, pathetic, whatever. 
So they did that. They basically took the shot to keep their job. Now, since Eric Adams has come in, we, they have gone to the subways and have removed homeless people, making that an issue. And then actually going to the streets and taking down their fucking tents when they're not bothering anybody. And like, I get it. You don't want to see this shit, but I'm going to be totally honest with you from my experience from living in New York. They don't fuck with you. They don't fucking bother you. They're too fucking embarrassed to show their fucking face half the time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're worried about getting a fucking fix or fucking drinking or just getting some food to live. You know, well, some of them are mentally ill. And yes, some of them are a fucking problem. But since this guy has come in, we've had the fucking NYPD fucking vaxxed. We had them now rounding up fucking homeless people saying that they're an issue in the subway. He's been pushing that fucking hard since he came in the subway and the homeless. Then he went on to the subway and the mentally ill. And now it's fucking guns in the subway. This guy has focused on the fucking subway system since he's come in about issues with it. This guy is working up to something else, but it's constantly the subway with Eric Adams. Well, because he talks about it all the time. Demolition man, the people live in the tunnels underground, which may be old subway tunnels. So this could be just part of Demolition Man coming true. Because I think that fucking movie is coming true. I think it's still coming. It's a documentary, man. I think that movie is fucking coming true. As long as we don't have to use the three shells. I still haven't figured that shit out. (laughs) Man, I can use the three shells, but I'm fucking. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get a strike. Yeah, show me how to use the three shells. That's fine, but I'm, I'm doing some fucking. I'm not okay with this no-touch sex shit. No thanks. Uh, you don't want to strap on your headset? Remember that. Uh-uh, no thanks. <laughs> that was some metaverse shit. That was some metaverse shit. That was a demolition man back then? Yeah, yeah they put dude. on the headset to fuck. Watch that shit again. Wow. Yeah, Sandra Bullock and Stallone. Holy shit. Yo, they did that shit in Black Mirror, dude. Yep. Did they? Guess that episode with the two. Yeah, it was two dudes, and yeah. one of them was a little <laughs> fudge. You know, they're what? both married, and I think by the end of the show, it's like they kind of agreed. I think they get one day a fucking year, where I think he gets to put on his headset and fuck his boy, his fucking dude friend, as a chick in a video game, and the wife gets to go out and like just get some random fuck at a bar or some shit. It's fucking weird. What? So it's like she got the best end of that. She at least got yeah, to choose, right? Did. Yeah, oh yeah, fucking, she did. <laughs> she got she got the end of it for sure. <laughs> the swollen end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and if he, yo, if if he had money, I mean, he really won out now because you could even be like, I don't even care for this fucking dude, but if I get to just fucking use his money and go out and get fucking decent dick one time a year, I, I can maybe deal. <laughs> That's weird, man. I guess uh, I haven't ever watched that show. I've always wanted to, but I just kind of never got around to it. Um, but I, some of the shit that I remember people telling me about it, man, that that show oh, is very telling. You'd be fucking being like, holy fuck. You'd be blowing this shit up in the DMs. You'd be like, holy fuck. I just finished watching it. This fucking shit's crazy. The third season is really fucking out there, Bob. Dude, it's but, crazy but, once yeah. you start seeing you know the patterns and the reality of the world how much reality is in television and movies uh, you know the lines every movie has a line or two where oh, they're just yeah. little disclosure 
you know, nothing major, but just a little little nugget here and there. And and it's amazing. Dude, What's I'm, in, uh, we're we're watching a new show called Severance, and it's about it's on Apple TV. And it's about this dude whose wife dies. So he goes to work for this company that puts a chip in his brain that causes him to separate his personality to where when he's at work, he's basically not himself. It's a completely different person than when he's not at work. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. (laughs) You want to watch some bonkers shit, dude? That show is nuts. And I think it's, you know, if they're telling us, they've been doing it for a while. So I started thinking about that show and like, you know, like people will be like, man, they're not spraying stuff in the sky. Why would, why would anybody agree to spray stuff on their own families? Like where they have to live too. And it's like, what if they're fucking severed and they're just told something completely else. They're just like, they're popped into a, a mindset where it's just like, Hey man, shit is about to go down and we need you to fucking fly across here and spray this shit or it's the end of humanity. And they're like, okay. And they just wow. fucking do it. Yo, that's, that's, have any of you guys watched Moon Knight? Not yet, dude. Because but- that's kind of the premise of it is this dude is like, he's a time jumper, but he's, it's not by choice. Like all of a sudden he just fucking ends up being like, he, I mean, not to give it away, but he's a mercenary. The dude, and he's just fucking killing people. He's a mercenary for the, for the United States, as is his altar, and it's all about this Egyptian scarab. Like that's the 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 uh, art of, artifact of power. Yeah, and that's what makes him allows him to change <laughs> realms and shit. It, dude. So, no, but that, this is a pineal gland, which makes sense because that well, the scarab you know, is. Yeah. Well, and and then the whole show, uh, NY, you'll love it because it's just full of occultism. It's all well, Egyptian it shit. Like you'll just be calling it out left and right. It's all old Egyptian, invoking old Egyptian gods. And there's this one woman they keep talking about bringing back and how she has all the power. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude. This is probably what's going on at like CERN. Well, there's like, there's like six movies about the moon right now. Yeah, Moonfall, uh, Moon Moonfall, Night. Moon Knight. There's a, uh, there's like a few more. Um, What's this and then Moon there's Knight Don't show? Look Up. You know, there's there's so many fucking movies about the moon and What's the sky Nick? and shit. It's the Marvel, Moon, right? Moon Knight is a Marvel comic. Yeah, that they yeah. turned into. Oh a, fuck, yo, that's right. With the suit that's where right. he's got the eyes. You know, he's all all you see is his eyes. Basically, they like. You know what? I, I used to. Uh, I'm going to admit. I used to be big in playing one of those games, uh, Marvel Contest of Champions. And uh, <laughs> I was on the phone before I got into podcasting. I was like, that was like front, that magic was like the only thing I was doing. And I was like in an alliance and everything. And we had used line app to like fucking, you know, contact each other. Fucking, I can't believe I was even that deep into it. He was in that fucking he was in that game. And I had even thought like in the game, depending on the phase of the moon, his abilities would change as well. And I was like, yo, man, like I, I was practicing magic. I'm like, for one, it was weird because the character actually sucked in the game compared to everybody else. But I was like, yo, this shit is like very, his character was very occult. Like I even realized it just how it was in the video game. And, and even in the game itself, Marvel Contest of Champions, this is the crazy thing. 
you're summoning these people to fight. And if you were to watch half, if you were to really go and watch like gameplay from Marvel Contest, the champions, when you see these fights, half of them, they're always in the middle of a fucking circle with fucking candles. You're literally like summoning fucking things and battling. I'm like, yo, I didn't realize it for so long. And I was like, how the fuck did I not notice this about this game? Damn. Fucking insane. Here you go. Marvel Contest of Champions. But just look at Marvel in general, right? And why? I mean, every Marvel uh, character is basically some sort of Greek or, you know, Roman god. Well, it's it's owned by Disney now. Like Kabbalah, too, actually. Yeah. Like archetypes of other gods. Yeah, exactly. It's all dark, occult, and shit like that. Yeah, yo, they, and they push the dome a lot too. If you've noticed, well, it's funny they, when you guys were talking about that before with the with the sky being, you know, possibly like a, a screen. And you, I mean, I keep going back to this Kong versus Godzilla movie, and Kong takes this giant spear and just throws it up in the sky, and it hits the sky and shatters the sky. Yes, and what? that's what I just that's no. what I thought yes, about I in that, that new shit. one. Oh yeah, in the new fucking Congress. Uh, yeah, he goes down to Hollow Earth and shit, Bob. You'll love it, man. That's no, it's a like, it's like he knew. It's like he knew to do that. Yeah, and he. But that's what I thought about when that. I'm like, so what's going? Like, is, fuck. <laughs> I keep hearing like, shit about this movie, and like I'm that. just like, I'm gonna have to watch it now. Like, Bob, you will not regret it. I'm not yeah. a big like. Kong Godzilla guy. I loved them. I watched Neither it like four I, times. But I thought that All right. Was good. All right. I'm going to like, see if I can convince my wife to watch Just it. Just from a conspiracy side, <laughs> yes. it's fun, yes. you know? And plus, the fights are awesome. When you get to watch fucking Godzilla and Kong fight, man, there's nothing better. Hell yes. Yeah. You, know, you, know what, you know what's really weird, too? When, when me and Lux were getting big into uh, the Shriners and Quetzalcoatl series, the Shriners use monkey symbolism all hot. And Quetzalcoatl loves fucking Godzilla yep. and fucking lizards. There was even like at one point we were like, um, we didn't cover it too much on the series because we were a little nervous about digging into these guys. Because I would actually believe if anybody was to have done anything, it would have been them. But like we do believe that Clownsec was involved in the whole QAnon psyop. And a lot of those dudes are big into Quetzalcoatl. And you can even like it's amazing how they have like fucking weirdest, wildest shit on YouTube. And you can go and fucking find watch this guy, see who he subscribed to. Oh, that's another person who's just like him. Watch their shit. So you can like see even a group of like type of people in their own little network on YouTube. And like some a lot of them all was like one dude was like drawing fucking Godzilla and was saying that he's Quetzalcoatl. He was drawing his own comic book. Fucking loved Godzilla and was saying that like, oh, like uh, if you realize in the last movie he kind of won, and I, I don't, I don't remember that. I don't re- actually remember how the movie ended, believe it or not. But I, he was pointing at that like Quetzalcoatl's coming back and Godzilla is like the representation of it in movies. I'm like, yo. So it's like you know the Shriners had the apes and the Quetzalcoatl had the fucking Godzilla, and I'm like, the fuck is King Kong and Godzilla then? It's <laughs> wild, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was a great like, series, by the, the way. The guys loved Godzilla that were associated with Clown Sec, at least. Insane, man. Those higher up, dude. Like, you know, I, I found like four or five other uh, Freemason-related groups that are like for the like higher up guys, like the Shriners and up. You don't hear anything about them. It's like, just makes you wonder where the hell are their lodges? And, you know, do they do the, they just do the meetings in the regular places on different days and 
really what do they actually, you know, believe outside of what the Freemasons and Shriners teach? You know, it's, it's crazy, man. Well, I think a lot of those are just honeypots. And so they may just be to get you to go down a rabbit hole or to make you think that there's a bunch of different ones when there's really only one or two, you know, it could be, it could be any number of things. I mean, maybe they just, maybe they do have some kind of meeting or something, but maybe it's in a way that we don't understand. There's a lot of weird shit that we connected with like Quetzalcoatl and stuff like here in the United States. But like when it came to the Shriners and the Jesters, there was actually a lot more weirder shit to find out if you looked outside of the United States and looked at the lodges in other countries. Like the Shriners, actually their biggest lodge and their biggest membership is not even in the United States. It's in the Philippines. And over there, you can fuck 13-year-olds or 14-year-olds legally too, which I found very weird. And that's where Legally. that's that's where what's his face? Uh, James Watkins, the owner of 8chan, which QAnon posted on a lot and was famous on, lives as well. You tell me that dude's not into CP. Get the fuck Yo, out of we, here. Well, we went in his shit, bro, and showed his sites. Jim is a bad guy. Yeah, he's a piece he of shit. Pedophile sites. He was the first dude to fucking introduce Japanese porn into the United States. And at the time when he did that, Japanese porn, I don't think had like it was like their age limit for girls to be like videotaped was low, like it was like crazy, like 12. So technically, you actually he could have been possibly have been importing that into the United States, because if it's legal in Japan, he could do whatever the fuck he wants with it over there. It's just it has to be stopped once it reaches here. So he could have actually been importing that shit, too, because he was the first one to bring over Japanese porn into the United States. Yes. This is, and this is the guy that QAnon was supposedly dropping all their shit on. They, the knowers of all pedophiles and this and that, had no idea this is the dude who owns the site you're fucking using. You didn't know that? Oh, fuck out of here. Come on. Just that right there tells you the whole thing's a bunch of bullshit. Well, if if that was over in the Philippines, man, like weren't the Philippines like in the in the uh, in the world's fairs, weren't the Native American people actually Filipino people like dressed up like Native Americans by the time it got to Buffalo? Yeah, like originally they were natives. But yeah, by the time it got to Buffalo, they there were some they not necessarily laws, but it was they couldn't either get enough or it was frowned upon. And yeah, they used like Filipinos and Indonesians. Interesting. Interesting. Man. Yeah. But you guys remember, you don't get, you guys know who code monkeys is. Yep. That's Watkins fucking son. That's you know Ron. How much of an, yeah. Ron. You know, hear that? you know how much of an impact he even had with the QAnon scene. And think about it. Shriners. What did I say? They like monkeys. You had code monkeys and then you had that other fucking something monkeys, dude, where he's got motherfuckers staring at his screen, thinking they're watching Air Force fucking one, telling people, oh, uh, I must be leaving to go to there and there. This is like unheard of. I forgot what his name of uh, monkey works. Yes. Another one. He's got motherfuckers staring at fucking supposed plane flights, believing the most insane in fucking shit. And none of it ever came this to fruition. Part of it. Yeah, this, they're all part of it. They fucking see it in their names and who they're associated with. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Are you guys uh, seeing uh, dark MAGA 
Like it's like I see it. It's a hashtag. Oh, no, I saw that shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Dude, I, I, I saw it first, of course, on uh, Gab, but now I'm seeing it on Facebook too. It's like, okay, here's Q 2.0 or whatever. That's what it seems like to me. I saw that, and, and I I don't know if it was a filter, like it was on someone's story, and I don't know if like they changed the original pic, but like the way they showed it, it had like a like Trump, I think, eyes like glowing red. Somebody else, but it was only like black and red. That was the only colors used to make the photo. And I was like, yo, that's like totally left pillar, which where I would say you're getting into dark matter, magnetism. I'm like, this is like fucked up if if that was original. And like, it might be something like some shit being pushed behind that. Yeah, the, the things I've seen too have been very similar, man. Like just like black and white or black and red or and it's like almost like uh, when you do the HDR effect on, on the camera, you know, like a photo effect, but even more intensified. And it's usually a picture of Trump on stage or in front of a flag or something like that. I don't know. That's very, uh, very weird. You know, and sometimes it's just like, I, I think like it could be like they're making it a talisman to mean something. And it's like, if people bite it, start buying into it, like that's what really starts to give it its power to. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They just put that shit out there. That's what the whole Q thing was. It's either a distraction, a guiding of the narrative, whatever. And they just, oh, I think that was also, I think a lot of the Q drops was really them. Like that's the whole uh, revelation of the method. Right. I think a lot of that was like, we're telling you what's going on. You're just thinking somebody's coming to save you. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's false God complex, man. Like people, I mean, I mean, you, you can probably, that, you know, Trump or whatever is going to come save them and that's not going to happen. I think, I think even odd man would, could even tell you, cause I, I'm sure we've talked about it before. Even back in the day with the Franklin scandal, Bill Barr and Mueller were both contacted and asked to look into some child sex ring back then. And they said, Jack, shit, nothing to see here. And Trump has them in office and they're supposedly going to do something about the child sex trafficking now. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to do nothing like they did last time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like nobody went to jail. Hillary's not in jail. No, nobody. <laughs> You know, it's like hardly anything they ever said happened. And it's like, you'd think more people would be just livid over that. I mean, I know some people were, but like, I don't know, man. I feel like people have just given up or they're afraid to say anything on social media anymore. Because I see a lot of people that are kind of into that and they're nothing anymore about politics on social media. Well, I mean, what's the point, right? All you're going to do is either piss people off or hear some shit you don't want to hear. So I, I, people are burnt out, man. That's true, yeah. I, uh, I have to say, well, you know, then it also, it's like sometimes I wonder, like, on Instagram, uh, I have noticed a difference, but I'm like, I did people that are like maybe pro-Trump or pro-Q have just stopped following me or blocked me, and that's why I don't see them anymore. Because <laughs> they, I'm sure, they don't appreciate my posts on <laughs> and you know, You know what the craziest shit is, too? I mean, I, I guess maybe it does make sense, but I, I'm just like, why the fuck do they always go there? Whenever I post something that shits on like fucking Trump, somebody always comes back with like about Biden. And I'm like, why does that automatically mean that I like Biden? I'm like, people, yo, they both suck fucking dick. I'm people, like, why does that mean I like Biden and that I'm vaccinated because I think Trump's an asshole? Like, why does that equate to the next? I'm always like, I'm sorry, I'm that party, a two party parrot. But, well, that's oh, just it. It's binary. Oh, but I have noticed I haven't seen much uh, politics with that. It seems to be actually more conspiratorial. Actually, 
more, but this probably goes along with who I just pay attention to more occultism, like uh, people trying to unravel shit more like that instead of politics more. I have noticed that on social media. Yeah, man, there's a, you got to put your energy in the right place, right? Because they're constantly trying to draw our t- attention to whatever new fancy shiny shit is there. And most people fall for it one way or another sure. because people are in that binary world of, ooh, my team, rah, rah, rah. Um, and so anything presented from their, you know, perceived authority, they're going to, they're going to go, yeah, all right. Yay. And yeah. Hey, all, I I, just, all I do is watch local news to know that. And that's it. Cause that's going to tell me what laws are going to fucking change. That's the only reason I fucking listen to it is everything else besides that does not affect me because most of it is a bullshit stage. Half the things right. that you see politicians come out and say that they want to do stirs people up, never fucking goes anywhere. I mean, like you go like AOC for the left to stir up fucking shit. And then you got fucking Ted Cruz on the left to acting like he's doing going to do something and never does. So, I mean, it's like you got the fucking people that just get shit going and nothing ever fucking happens. It's like, yo, so much of this is actual bullshit and just a fucking emotional merry-go-round. Right. Well, and it's intended that way, so you don't. Yeah, and I'm saying, the only- how the fuck did anybody even watch this shit anymore? Shut it off, and they'll have to stop talking so much shit because they realize nobody's even watching. But yeah, the only reason they have power is because people keep paying attention. Are listening, which we'll yeah. go back to what Matt said before. That is the only power they have is their voice, and we fucking listen to it. Yep. yep. If you don't fucking listen to it anymore, they don't have any fucking power. If, fucking ignore it. if all anybody did was pay attention to their smallest local government, whether it's city, county, whatever, and that's all they gave a shit about, and they didn't pay attention to, to national politics, everything would get better instantly. Yeah, that's a really good point, though. Like, yeah, because you want to keep your house clean, you know, and, and, and we're so distracted by the, the, you know, the neighborhood and the whole government that we get we lose our own. And then and then right. once you lose your own home, then your neighbors get lost. And then, yeah, then I, I agree, Bob. Absolutely. Yeah. Did it- yeah, you know, and, you know, it's a wild thing, too, if you really think about it. I mean, a lot of the smaller things that we could actually go and do things about would actually could actually make more of a difference. Like, right. You know, we're so worried about the president. How about we just remove the legislators, the people who are making the laws that are presenting it to the president or presenting it to the government? You know what I'm saying? Like work down the line and just say, fuck these dudes. They're the ones who are handing them the, the shit that they're passing. Let's fucking change them. Even lower part of the government. You really could, you know, actually fuck with and possibly make a difference. The lower you go down. Yeah. I mean, if everybody worried about poverty just in their own community, you know, instead of going, oh, I want to serve. I want to, you know, solve world poverty and that's a big goal that that's an impossibility why don't you why don't you focus on where you're at like oh wait because that would take effort you just want to vir- actually do something right you, you would you have to just, just talk about it you just want a virtue signal that you want to solve poverty <laughs> poverty while you know trying to make as much money as you can for as little work you can like don't give me that shit like go out there and do it these people claim that they care about shit and they don't Nobody gives a fuck about anything but how they're perceived. Like no, I I, I can't remember who it was that I had on recently. They were like pulling up numbers, like showing like you know whatever it was being said on the internet, like what amount of money would be needed to like help cure world hunger, like within the first few years, and like they were pulling up those numbers and then talking about like you know the fucking budget to like NASA is bigger than that. Yeah, they're like budgets a part of our government would cover that shit. Something's fucking wrong here. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, 
the entire idea that they give a shit about health, poverty, or any of that is so easily disproven. Like, what actions are they taking that would meaningfully lower any of those things? Nothing. Nothing. They, they do. They say one thing and do the exact opposite. Like, how everybody hasn't figured this shit out yet? Like, how anybody is paying attention to political theater if you're over the age of, like, 12? Like, I don't. I don't understand how you're like legitimately over the age of 20 and you fall for this obvious nonsense. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. And that's like, I just, I try not to pay attention to it. You know, there's tons of fucking cops on the road and I drive a lot. So I come in contact with tyrants all the time, but I just, I I fucking don't even pay attention to them very much. Just like whatever. And so if you don't give it the energy, then it doesn't have the power and you can just fucking cruise on through. Like nobody gives a shit. And I think that that matters how you how you perceive the world that you travel through matters. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, mentalism. Right. I mean, you know, talking about like helping the poor, you know, it's like I know I keep bringing up Ukraine, but I've just looked into it a lot here lately. But like, you know, they talk about helping the poor and, you know, like they supposedly the Democrats and the Republicans fought over giving us a little bit of money (laughs) under, you know, the whole lockdown thing but then they can literally in like two days they had this huge huge bill to get sent to ukraine like several billion it's like do people not see the bullshit in all this they didn't our reps didn't have time to read that that huge bill i think it was like over i think it was like 1500 pages or something like that they obviously had it ready to go before this whole thing even happened and they've done that so many times in the past and it's like it's a farce it's all a farce I think most of these wars and different things like this is all about money laundering and people getting special favors and stuff like that, you know? And like one thing I I noticed in looking at this whole Ukraine thing is like, there's the CIA has the, these other groups that they don't tell you as part of the CIA, but if you look into it, you can find it. Like the one, the main one is called the national endowment for democracy. And every damn time, you see a regime change or a coup in one of these other countries, that organization is right there. And they also, they started in, I think, 83 under Reagan. And it was under this program to spread democracy across the world, right? And so they also started at the exact same time, the I think it's the National Democratic Institute and the International Republican Institute. And they work hand in hand with the National Endowment for Democracy. And the head of the Republican one was fucking John McCain for like years. And he's famous for overthrowing governments, right? And, and being pro-war. And then the the other one in the Democratic Institute was that lady that just died, Madeleine Albright, the one who was like, <laughs> what, what did she say? Like 500,000 500, children's deaths was worth, <laughs> was, was a cost worthy of pay. Yeah. So that's their their idea. They they call it democracy, but what it is, is they go over and they you know they do this regime change. They overthrow these other governments in these other countries, so they can you know get the companies and the banks inside those countries, and then they bring in the International Monetary Fund, and they are like, hey, we'll loan you this this obscene amount of money to rebuild your country, knowing these countries cannot pay them back. They have no chance to pay these huge loans back. So they own the countries. So the West owns these countries. And that's what yep. you're seeing in Ukraine too. It's like, 
they do it all over the world. You know, like I think I was listening to a propaganda report today. I hadn't listened to that in forever, but Monica was talking about, they've done, I think she said seven or eight regime changes in Africa in like the last nine months in different parts of Africa. It's, it's insane. Yep. Dude. They're taking over the world. Yep. Because they can, because it's being allowed. Right. Like, and isn't, isn't the IMF, that's like the central banks, central bank. Isn't, that's the BIS. That's the bank for international settlements. That's what that is. Yeah. yeah. But they all yeah, work yeah. together. They they, all yeah. Work they're together. all tied together. Um, so when they move into your country, you're fucked. Like, <laughs> Cause you got to, Another thing I learned is when, if you want to loan from the IMF to rebuild your country, then for one, you've got to let any company, you got to like throw away all your rules where you can't let foreign, uh, foreign um, companies into your country. Cause a lot of places don't let foreign countries in where, you know, because they don't, they want to keep it local or, right. you know, in, in their, their nation or whatever. So you got to agree to let foreign companies in, you got to give up your, uh, rise to your mineral mines. You've got to allow foreign investors and foreign realtors to come in and buy your property, which a lot of, you know, again, a lot of nations, these smaller nations, they don't want foreigners coming in and buying up their property, but you got to give all that shit up and you've got to give up subsidies. Like if these countries, and I'm not a socialist, but like a lot of these countries are poor as shit and they give their citizens subsidies on gas and, and fuel and, and energy. And you got to give up all that. So, <laughs> You know, that's democracy right there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sorry, it's, that was long-winded. Uh, no, man, it's, it's good because it's, it's, you know, people don't realize what's happening in the world right now. Or, or has been for decades where it's just been this land grab constantly around the world where it just gets all of the land, all of the money, and all of the power is getting in the hands of a smaller and smaller group of people. That's what's happening. You know, um, what was it? Um, the United States, I mean, not only do they have military bases in like 190 countries, but they have bio labs in like 38 countries. Like, what the fuck? And like, like, so all of these countries are in all of these other countries. Like, what are they doing there? Why are they there? Like, you know, why doesn't the U.S. just have their bio labs in the U.S.? Why? Don't they just have them in one country if they need a bunch of them for different shit? You know, why don't they just have them all in one place? So, you know, we don't have to worry about, you know, a virus getting out at each one. And, you know, it, I don't believe in viruses, but, you know, to the, the official narrative, you know, as they may state it, you know, wouldn't it be better if it was all in kind of a contained place where it was like quarantine in, quarantine out? Um, but. You know, it's all spread around. It's all spread around. And the British Empire, I mean, who said it? The the sun will never set on the British Empire. And, well, it hasn't. Like, the sun doesn't set on the British Empire. They own fucking everything. Everything. All the land is owned by, by the royal bloodlines. And people. I mean, there's like so many things even from over there that those names pop up over here for land. Mm -hmm. And then names of areas. Of course. I mean, there was people that I've seen come from uh, England, Suffolk, and move over, move over to like New York. We have Suff we have Suffolk County. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that coming from England, Suffolk? I mean, we had, I mean, it's a stretch. Joseph Smith. We have a Smith down here, dude. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That too. I mean, rip, 
Really? Yeah. New York. New totally Yorkshire. Right. Yeah. And it just got shortened to New York, you know, so even New Hampshire, New Hampshire. Yeah. I mean, there's Canada has Newfoundland and that's new found land. <laughs> like, so you want to get into a mind screw. What about Greenland and Iceland? Yeah, we were told that it was uh, because people hiding from pirates or some shit. They changed the name or whatever. Nah, ain't buying it. Ain't nope. buying it. I don't. I'm. I'm not taking that one. Hey, Bob, you got? Uh, can you let me share? I want to show you guys this meme I saw. Yeah, let me. It's just a list of of how you know. It just shows the idiocracy of today. <laughs> I love it. Was it a list of people that they think are in Gitmo? No, it's just it's 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 the Russian word and then the Amer how how it would be phrased in America. All right, oh, you should be nice. good. All right, let's see. Let's see this shit. Uh, where is it? Boom. All right. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty fucking good. All right. So, for anybody listening, you have. Russia on the left, United States on the right, and where it says Russia oligarch, United States entrepreneur, Russia authoritarian, United States law and order, Russia secret police, United States undercover cops, Russia crush dissent, United States riot control, that's a good one, uh, Russia has gulags, United States has prison labor. <laughs> they do, yeah. Russia has invasion. United States, of course, has intervention. Uh, Russia has war crimes. United States has collateral damage. And then Russia has weapons. And United States has lethal aid. <laughs> That's so good. Man. Brilliant. <laughs> That's so, so fucking That's spot really on. I saw that and I'm like, this is the whole psyop right there. That yep. just nails it in a nutshell that what we've been programmed to believe, you know, it's the whole orange man bad, red country bad, whoever's the bad. That's how it's, you know, when we do it, oh, it's okay. You know, we'll decorate well, it with growth. It's that whole nationalism. We're the best. We're the good guys. Back the blue. You know, and we have to do terrorists. it, right, Bob? We oh, have we no have choice. To. We have the moral superiority and obligation, and obligation to do this. Yep. We must, we must crush these enemies, and it's for the world's good. You should be thanking us for invading your country and bombing your fucking cousin's <laughs> and bringing wedding. democracy. All we You're, do is bring democracy everywhere. hey man a little collateral damage i'm sorry i bombed your cousin's wedding but we brought you freedom of the guy <laughs> that right. let you do whatever you want and didn't bomb you yeah he said he might have threatened we didn't we don't take those threats lightly <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest dude that's that's another thing i i hate this is the last time i'll mention ukraine but this whole thing <laughs> is that the hypocrisy dude coming out of our government and in former government people and even these ngos and people like that like the shit that we've been doing for what forever but at least since the cold i mean the cold not cold war but the war on terror just the horrible things that we've done and now all of a sudden we're supposed to be horribly outraged at what's going on in ukraine and it's like, where are you people just even a couple months ago with Ye Yemen or, or whatever, you know? And it's like my son was on um, 
I was helping him do his school today and he was on freedictionary.com. He was looking up words and it has this label at the top in blue at the very top. It says, see what freedictionary.com thinks about the Russian invasion of Ukraine. What? And I was like, Oh God, I've got to, I've got to click on this. So I clicked on it and it was like this, like probably seven sentence paragraph about how horrible it is. And then underneath it said, some companies have stopped doing business with Russia, but the following companies haven't and please contact them or something like that. They had this whole list of companies. And I looked at my son what? and I said, I said, son, remember this. I said, Ukraine and Russia, even though they're supposedly at war, they're still buying gas from each other. They still have the gas <laughs> um, situation going on, whatever it's, it's, you know, they haven't stopped that whole thing. So it's like, does this mean anything? You know, I mean, none of these people boycotted any of these other businesses during the, you know, the war on terror. Nobody, during even Libya, Libya or Syria or any of that. Yemen. Yemen. Yeah. Like nobody's <laughs> fucking talking about, you know, the average age of death from cholera in Yemen is five years old. And there's Stop. half a million children in Libya, in uh, Yemen that have cholera, but nobody wants to talk about that shit and how, you know, there's no because we're paying for thousands it. of five year old children, you know, average age of five dying every fucking day because we're keeping them from having water. And at least with it at the best, we're monetarily supporting a fucking genocide there. Like and nobody for over gives a, a shit decade. about that for over 10 years. Yep. And nobody gives a shit about that. Like, spare me your fucking outrage. Like. This oh, is yeah, dude. You heard Obama made the rounds maybe today or yesterday, I think. He was like talking about basically like he was promoting censorship on the internet. That's basically what it all boiled down to. Of course. But he was like talking about how, how horrible the whole Ukraine Russia situation was. And I was like, dude, he more people died under him than even under George W. You know, yeah. he was responsible for Yemen. I mean, it happened, started under him. Libya, dude, when NATO went into Libya, to get rid of supposedly a Qaddafi was like the worst person in the world. He had uh, ran this, they called it the great man-made river and it ran through the desert for miles and miles. And it was the first time that those people had gotten clean water and he, he'd made this awesome system. It was praised everywhere. NATO went in there to kill him, you know, and, and they bombed the fucking great man-made river and destroyed it. And people were fucking dying because they couldn't get clean water. And that didn't get any, any coverage of on course and, and odd man they do that throughout history yeah they will go in and they will fuck up water uh patterns and you know you see it a lot with the um the old star forts is is that all you know the majority of them had either a visible water source or a below surface water source and one of the first things that they did to attack these things was cut off the water supply. Now, whether they had a well or not, you know, kind of determined how long they could hold out. But, you know, and, and what they're finding is once they killed the water supply, basically these forts became useless. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what you see throughout history. I mean, look what they did in Syria with they, they just went in there and just started blowing up buildings and artifacts in the beginning. It wasn't even battle between people. It was just ISIS going around destroying shit from, you know, a thousand years ago. Yeah. Yep. And it's curious too, man, because I know a few years ago, the CIA, they 
uh, declassified a bunch of documents and they were trying to get into Syria to overturn Assad's dad under Reagan. They had the plan and they wanted to run an oil pipeline through, I think it was Exxon was involved. It was, it was either Chevron or Exxon. And for some reason it never got approved. So they had their, they've had their sites, you know, our government in the deep state or whatever you want to call it on Syria for a long time. So, you know, I was really, I know you guys were obviously too, like the whole ISIS thing. I mean, that was just such a, a sham. We're going through it right now. It's, this is the, 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 you know, part two or whatever mm. of ISIS, yeah. you know, this is vanilla ISIS now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you're getting the white guys. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's, uh, it's a, it's a perpetuation of the invisible boogeyman, right? Gosh. It's gotta be this, this fucking fearful, push so they they push on all fronts they push on the virus front they push on the you know your team is worse than my team you know binary political front they push on the boogeyman over you know massive oceans is going to come get us front you know it's just they have to cover all bases hey hey bob now i've always wondered where did all these boogeymen go from 2016 to 2020 because they all seem to have disappeared for those four years. And then as soon as well, Russia was there, Syria was there. There was still shit going on. They were still talking about Afghanistan. I mean, you know, Trump was still bombing all of these places. He actually increased drone strikes. It's just that the media didn't talk about that shit because, you know, they were too busy dividing the ignorant masses on the political front. So they didn't need a lot of attention on those boogeymen they were they were busy selling you the boogeyman of the other party Mm -hmm. you know it was your political boogeyman that they were selling because isis went away for a good five years oh yeah you didn't hear a word about them until august of 2021 it was trump playing playing you know good guy with um with north korea russia and china and like oh no russia's gonna fucking you know make our country insecure because he's being nice to all these bad guys, you know, that we usually don't play nice with. And so it was just, it was a, you know, four years of a political front um, to divide people and, and push them further into their camps and radicalize people. That's what that, that time period was used for. It was used to radicalize the ignorant masses. Um, and it fucking worked like gangbusters, man. You know, the right one hell of a spell, man. The right was so fucking brainwashed. They went right along with fascism. They went right along with being locked out of their churches. You know, the 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 right was just like, yes, sir, Daddy Trump. Tell me, trust the plan, I guess. You know, instead of wait, whoa, 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 dude, we thought you were gonna give us fucking freedom. What the fuck, dude? You know, they should have been pissed, and they were just like. Nah, man, we're cool. Like, no, just wait for the election. Wait for the election, Trump. And then the the left was like, "Oh my God, he, you know, got strippers to piss on Obama's bed, and you know, like fucking, or you know, he had sex with a stripper." Well, all you kept getting to Bob in 2020 was, you know, wait for the election, you know, and and Durham and whoever bar are gonna say, you know, or make all these huge, massive arrests. There's what a fucking a hundred thousand unsealed or sealed indictments and Yo, all this uh, bullshit oh, like that uh, it's going shit. to happen just stay calm like no that should be the first sign that you need to get riled the fuck up because you're being you know put a uh, cast a spell on at that point yeah 
yeah it's all fucking nonsense dude that's why i just i had to stop paying attention to all that shit because it's just after january 6th i was just like all right man like i can't like people actually think this was something like Like how do you fucking really well the election before even before that like i just once i saw that i'm like dude that's it i'm like this you know the fix is in even more this just solidified that the fix is in and that it doesn't matter what you say or do they're gonna do whatever the hell they want and they're gonna spin it however the hell they want right they're gonna write whatever (laughs) history they're gonna write i mean dude in 20 years the history is gonna say that a bunch of white supremacists raided the fucking white house on september 6th yeah, and that's yeah. not what January fucking 6th. January sixth, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's not what happened, man. It was like a guided fucking tour. There were old well, it's ladies funny you with say lunch, that. sack lunches and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that, Bob, because somebody was talking about the other day. Do you think in you know like a hundred years that twenty twenty will disappear? Yes, because you were supposed to have the Olympics in twenty twenty. That didn't happen. It got pushed off to twenty twenty one. And then, and but it was still called the 2020 Olympics. And there was all sorts of weird stuff like that of things that happened in 2021 that were really still labeled as 2020. Is that going to be the year that didn't exist? Well, and it wasn't what what meeting just happened in 2022 that they said was like the 2020 meeting. It was uh, it wasn't Davos, but it was something like. Oh, they did the World's Fair, the 2020 World's Fair. That's what it was. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yep. yep. And that just happened in 2022. Yeah, it's in it's in somewhere Dubai. in the Middle East. Yeah. In fucking Dubai in 2022, they had the 2020 World's Fair. Yeah. So and, they are they are there at least if they're not going to, it's a backup plan. And, and right? Bob, what have we known that the World's Fairs are known to do? fucking they're the setup for the reset right yep. and this that the, the, they're we're going towards what tri- and and the ironic thing about this one is the people that have gone or what i've read about it it's heavy into transhumanism and ai yep. and that's what i hear all too. that stuff yeah it's all super advanced tech ai metaverse shit yep and it's just like which is man. right where they want us to go and that's exactly what they did in the 1800s to lead us into the industrial revolution i mean yep. it's amazing john uh john levi just did a, a video a couple of weeks ago about uh he found a journal uh that they handed out at the world's fairs and basically it was a school book that people would carry around and you would go and you would basically get lessons on things and if that's not the biggest key to indoctrination ever well and and weren't these people just like meandering around they didn't like it was like they didn't know what was going on like they were kind of confused and you know like from all the documents and pictures and stuff it's like these or videos whatever they had it was like these people didn't seem to know what the fuck was going on and for 27 million people showing up it was awfully orderly that's a huge no. amount of people for the time i've read yeah because the population of the city at the time was about three million right so in six months they were able to accommodate another you know 27 million you know nine times their population for it's like so how did you even come up with the supply for fucking shitters yeah, well, dude, the here's logistics the logistics of everything. <laughs> yeah, the it, logistics it's, it's, are start getting well, real silly. You, you want to hear something crazy about that? And why? 
So I, I'm, I just did a podcast on this because one of the things I've been looking into is in the 1850s and the 1860s, they claim that they lifted the entire city, every building in Chicago between four and 14 feet. And because it was built in swampland and either raised them up and, and filled in underneath them or what is even more mind boggling, they said they would move them across town to somewhere else and, and that they would just move entire, you know, uh, multi-story buildings, shops. They said that some people would go to have were having dinner at one address and then after dinner, they were their house was at another address. Uh huh. In the 1850s, dude, mm. and and and, but the whole reason why they did that also was they were putting, uh, they were putting sewers underneath, supposedly, and it's like, oh yeah, sure, sounds reasonable. Odd man, of uh, Ocean's Twelve. This has been awesome, guys. Thank you so much. I'm yeah, sorry bro. I got to yeah. run. That's all right, Got to put the kid in bed. Got a ton of things I got to do now. He's going like doing the homeschool thing. It's it's wild, but. Uh, yeah, dude. Hey, pleasure talking this. with you, my man. Hey, good you doing too, that man. homeschool shit, dude. Uh, you got a couple uh, seconds. Tell everybody where they can find your shit real quick. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, so uh, theoddmanout.podbean.com. And if you want to check out my Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash theoddmanout. And social media underscore theoddmanout on Twitter and Instagram. So this has been awesome, man. Always right great on. to talk with you guys. I think this has been the best one yet. Yeah, dude. It's always that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the way to do it. Well, thanks, brother. Yeah. We'll see you right, soon. I'll talk to you guys later. Later. Be good, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I heard some stuff about that whole house raising, like monument dude, raising. Dude, that before. shit. People and people will read that and go, "Wow. Did you see that? That must have been like an epic feat and they were able to do it. Can you Oh my god. You know, and hey, and like, Bob, there's zero photographs. Of course of there is in Chicago. It's like, guys, all of this yep. amazing shit that you do, you forget to photograph. Yeah, you'll get you'll get pictures of piles of horse shit in, in a dirt street. You get plenty of those. Yeah. Right. Like we can see old downtown that looks like an old Western. You know, it's got these shitty wood houses and horse and carriage in the street on wood sidewalks. But all this amazing shit you told us you did, oh, we just we, we didn't really think you need to see it. Yeah. Nonsense. If that isn't some wizard shit right there. I don't know. Nonsense. What it now, they may have spent that time discovering that stuff and uncovering it, digging it out. Right. But you didn't raise the fucking city. That's the dumbest and shit move in it. the world. And, and move, move it. it. And, and see, I could I could and, buy this inside with the jack screws. Inside the time of a meal, you could move yeah. a house in 1850. Yep. With the best people now, you couldn't do that. No, they did one in my town, Bob, uh, back in Connecticut, because uh, <laughs> I lived I in, in it had some really historic houses. And there was this house that was had been on the corner uh, since the 1700s. And the hospital had bought the land and wanted to save the house. And uh, and, you know, so they wanted to relocate it and they did. And I don't remember actually how long it, it seemed like it took a, a, over a year for them to finally actually do it. And that was, a you know, a residential house. 
We're not talking about a multi-story brick building that they say. They just jacked it up and rolled it down the road. <laughs> and there's like this guy who had an account of like, yeah, I was, you know, one day I counted, they moved nine houses in one day. Like, what is this? The, the, the Jetsons? Like, they just got a highway of just movable houses going down, you know? What the <laughs> fuck? They had prefabs back then. Yeah. And, and, yeah. They, just, and they just believe it. Just like Dude, okay. I, I highly recommend this guy, Frederick Dodson. He's like an author, um, but he's written four books on fake history, like just ripping. Yeah. And I found him because he wrote uh, one article on the fake history of Chicago and one article on the fake history oh, of wow. San Francisco. And the articles are fucking hilarious because he's like one of us. Yeah, he like he's attacked. He's like, man, he's he opens it up with like, you know, I. I never thought history class was for me. He goes, but they made it that way because it was fake. He goes like, how are they going to make a fake story interesting to me? Cause they couldn't sell it well enough. And he's like, I hated history. And he's like, now I live for this shit. And I'm like, man, you just nailed it there. History yep. in school. But you got to think of the magician too. What are they going to teach you? They're going to teach you to look over here. When in reality, there's a whole lot of shit going on over here. Yep. It's all a spell. Oh, yep. who you should talk to. There's this cat in Australia, so it's hard to get him on a, on a show because there's a 15 hour time difference. <laughs> um, so it's 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 hard I've to talk to a man, but his name's the Luddite, and he's um, he's the curator of the website StolenHistory.net. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've um, seen him on a, on Autodidactics podcast, dude. That guy, I love that. I live on that web page, man. That guy is fucking legit as fuck, man. Like, have you and have you been to that page? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I, dude, it's like a gold I mean, mine. You can go there and they have the best forums. Like, there are legit people out there just like making contributions and and yeah. also like debunking some shit that gets a little too wild. And it's, I mean, it's a hell of a site. So yeah, it's st stolenhistory.net. Yeah, man, that place. Like Luddite is the the dude. That guy's the man. I was like we tried, there's, we emailed back and forth. I tried to get him on the show, but it was just there's oh, so difficult. There's so many good Australians, mm -hmm. you know, and and especially in the old world stuff. I mean, there's like autodidactic. Um, there's a couple women that they have on there regularly that are awesome. I mean, I, I can't believe I can't remember their names right now, but the the Australian you know old world community is and they have tons of it down there, which is amazing because supposedly that was just a prison for the longest time right it's real close to antarctica yeah you know it's the only little hub right there that's real close to antarctica so you know i mean there's even there's some old maps that show uh australia as like an, a peninsula of antarctica well that's like south america too right i mean they were basically mm -hmm. kissing at one point yeah right yeah, it's like there's the a lot Strait. of old maps that they were just it was like a canal between them and that was it. Um, and, you know, who fucking uh, dude, who knows? I don't know shit about fuck. Um, no, but you but know what? It's interesting some... as hell because the story that I've been told is boring and it's bullshit. Well, it's and I want bullshit I... more than it. Yeah. Like, I'm OK with history being boring, but it's just when you really start looking, it's just such obvious nonsense 
Well, that's that's why it's boring, Bob, is because it's such nonsense that like they they weren't creative enough to create a real amazing story. And I use this uh, comparison like church. Right. I mean, if they taught the cool stories in the Bible, the real story, you know, people would be more interested. But no, they can't let you have think outside the box. They can't well, let you. It's, it's the old saying, right? Truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah. You know, the real story is where the fucking meat and gravy's at, man. That's the real shit. Like, that's where we got giants and fucking dragons and, you know, 2,000 tall foot trees, you know, and like possibly flying entities and, you know, telepathy and fucking who knows what else. You know, that's the crazy shit. It's this made up world that is so cartoonish you know yeah and they've jumbled it so much that you really can't tell what's real and what's bullshit anymore like there's there you just have to kind of eventually just start weeding things out because you can't really prove anything but at the same time there are certain things you can disprove pretty easily oh dude i do it all the time um i've got a new proof um i'm hoping to have uh flatter dave back on my show soon and we're going to talk about the Cavendish experiment um, and point out how that shit's nonsense. And, and dude, like I tell people all the time, like, dude, I, don't, I know next to nothing. I know what I can prove. And that's it. And that's like two things. <laughs> like I can prove like two fucking things. And that's yeah, but all how I much can, can be proved on the other side of it, though. Right. I mean, that's that's what I want to I want to know in some of the discussions I'm having. Like, how much can you guys prove? You say, where's well, your proof? That's what I've, I've been I've been doing to people when they say shit to me about flat earth or recently dinosaurs. For some reason, dinosaurs is coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Been <laughs> that's yeah. been a big topic. Well, you know, lately. I've always, believe it or not, I've always questioned that. Yeah. Like, why is there more of I mean, I like the idea of dinosaurs, but, you know, always again, all the evidence that we have is bullshit. There's a set of reptiles, a set of reptiles that were exterminated. Well, they've never found even a remotely complete skeleton. It's just like a bone here, a bone there, and then they just throw it all together. So, I, I mean, I think I believe that it's more to hide giant bones and dragon skeletons than it is anything else. Well, and I'm sure there were giant birds. You know, there were certain different variations of larger creatures, but these fucking T, I mean, come on, with a T Rex, let's let's get the fuck out of here. Well, that's just a dragon. Like, I think dragons were real. Um, Now, were they, you know, fucked up like in Reign of Fire with Matthew McConaughey, or were they, you know, cool and tameable and we rode them like, um, like in like How to Train Your Dragon? Well, what if they're like dogs in the sense that they could go either way? It just depends on on the the owner. Yeah, yeah, sure. Which is how the movie How to Train Your Dragon is, you know, possibly some predictive programming going, look, we used to ride dragons. Yeah. So, you know, and there's a lot of symbolism in that fucking movie. Um, But, you know, I've just gone straight to no, man, fuck you. You prove your shit, you know. Oh, we'll prove the earth is flat. Fuck you. Prove gravity. It's literally the core of your fucking model. Like, prove it. You can't. You don't have proof for the core of your model. You've got nothing but mass. 
Like, that's all you fucking got? Like, that's what you got. And, okay, curve. Prove curve. Show me curve. Oh, well, you know, the sun doesn't... No, show me fucking curve. Oh, wait, so the two main principles of your fucking argument you ain't got? Okay, go the fuck away. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You know what's funny? I... I was watching, um, we're actually covering it too. It's a fucking wild series. It took us somewhere I never even expected to go. Skinwalker Ranch. So I ended up like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this shitty series. <laughs> and, you know, they were like shooting uh, rockets up into the air and like showing you like it coming back down and like, you know, it's showing you going all the way up and coming back down. And I'm like, you know, it really does kind of look flat. Like it, it wasn't, it didn't have... Any curvature in these fucking cameras, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I was like, this, this kind of like, you know, I believe we're in a dome. I don't know what's outside of that, but if we are under a dome, I could see the Earth being flat, regardless. Mm-hmm. So, but like, I didn't see anything like, like you're saying, I didn't see the proof of really of, of us being round in that video footage. Oh, dude, I, when Richard, like the stuff that they say is what's used to show. Oh no, see when the ship bends like that, it does like this. You know, that means that there's this and that. Look, there was none of that fucking crap in that video. And I was that like, fucking cocksucker yeah. William Ramsey tried to do that shit to me. He was like, oh, look at this fucking video at the end of that one. And every time the camera would sit straight, the fucking horizon would flatten out. So it was just constantly going. But you could see the horizon going, you know, like curving, going flat, going convex, flat, concave, flat convex i'm like that's not that's fucking dude that's a fisheye lens man like even with the richard branson yeah, that's what i'm saying it had nothing like no, that man. when i was watching the rocket and i was like yo that shit those few seconds right there was really interesting in the way i got to see yeah what dude, it looked like there, way up there. <laughs> there is no proof and so when people say oh there's dinosaurs okay which one have they found complete no yeah. i had somebody on recently this and if this is true, I'm, I'm assuming they probably knew their shit. I can't remember who it was. They were talking about how, like, you know, how we started believing that dinosaurs have feathers now, right? Or that they ended up growing, you know, some of them had feathers. They or were, whatever. you know, where birds came from, basically. Yeah. Yes, yes. But now the guy that supposedly, you know, had the one that had feathers that made them believe that, you know, now dinosaurs must have feathers as well, comes out and admits that he faked that shit. Yeah. So it's like, then why are we still going with the fact and the belief that the dinosaurs were feathered and then the whole idea of birds is out the window? <laughs> like, no, we're still going with that when the person who came out with the feathered dinosaurs said, I hoaxed it. Dude, T-Rex could so just like, be no, a giant. All that, Dude, all that shit is worthless. Dragons could have had feathers. We don't know. Dragons could have been feathered animals. and They may not have been super long animals. Then maybe they were just some, you know, giant ass fucking chicken like yeah, it's just like so many theories became like almost factual because of that fake fucking oh, dude, i hate it I, <laughs> i've hated it for a long time um ever since i've been you know i guess technically an adult i've i've hated it when i would watch shows on like discovery or whatever or nowadays listen to podcasts or youtube shit where they say stuff so with such certainty and so matter-of-factly, that is impossible to prove. And I'm just like, they're like, the dinosaurs lived 10 million years ago. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. 
you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. No. <laughs> There's even no way to know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. If you wrote the story, Bob, you know where to put the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you don't know that dinosaurs could have lived two hundred years ago. You don't fucking know. Oh, yo, the time. Yeah, that the time too. Like, I'm like, yo, I, I can't even like that. Like, really, dude? There's, we know that fucking long ago. Like, we we don't even have two thousand years. Correct. Yeah, I I trust nothing. Are you but... Supposed to think millions of years ago is correct now. Yeah, like come on. There's... Yeah, that's like you can identify planets that are millions of light years away. Oh, we can yeah. nail it with a fucking pinhole. Yeah, we we can't tell you what's on this fucking planet though. It's four hundred. Yo, it's four hundred point six five seven light years away. <laughs> it's like fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you shut God the fuck up. How stupid do you think I am? Like, God damn it, that's so <laughs> condescending. <laughs> I gotta tell. I heard some fucking remark now. I know a lot of people don't like this guy, that uh, Degrassi Tyson dude. Oh fuck that whatever. guy! I know, I know, I know. He's, uh, believe me, I, I'm not too much of a fan of him either. But sometimes I do think he drops some some shit. I was uh, I used it. I think in in the in one of like uh, used part of it in one of my episodes once. He does say to somebody, and and he was like, I guess they were talking about a possible matrix. And he was saying that he wants somebody to prove it because he says he thinks it should be, you know, a thought. You know, we shouldn't dis- we shouldn't just think that's out of question. He's like, I want that to be tried to be proven. And so they were just talking about like him and some other guy were just like talking silly shit, kicking it. And they were talking about like, well, what if we are in the Matrix? And the reason we can't go faster than the speed of light is because the program hasn't been fucking designed yet. Right. We're going past the fucking design of the fucking matrix. Yeah. And they're both like, yo, what the fuck? I and I was like, yo, that's some deep, deep shit. If you think about that, well, it's it's, <laughs> it's literally breaking the simulation. Right. So, yeah, like like if we are all light and sound, how can you go any faster than that? To an, to, I guess to an to a point before you before existence. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's some wild, deep shit to think about with that. Yeah, dude, this this could all this wall, this computer, this desk, this could all just be a computer program for all I know. Um, that's but, what they're like. Oh, maybe like that's why we haven't gotten so far out into outer space yet, because it hasn't been fucking programmed. It's very yeah. it's, it's like when you get to the edge of a video game. Yeah. You yeah. The guy was like talking about the same thing, like how it's like The Sims. Yeah. He's like he's like, maybe you, you get you can't go any farther because there's no because there's no program. Well, left. We're, we're also very trapped here. Right. And and so I have like board game theory where we are merely a game being played by the people outside of Antarctica. Like like they're maybe they're all voting on what the next move is. you know what false flag is going to be put in, what the overall agenda is like. Maybe this is just a big game to the people outside of our realm. I've thought something like that because of the whole Hunger Games. Yeah, dude. It's in a fucking dome. They're in a dome and they realize (laughs) because of the shit in the sky is telling you the fucking clock. Yes. And I'm like, no, like, could this be like some fucked up version of like some prison of Tartaria? Yes. Motherfuckers are just fucking with us from outside some wall. Maybe that's what's outside the ice wall. The motherfuckers programming the green screen. Yep, it very well could be, dude. 
we could just be in some, some shit like that. Some like, well. fucked up Hunger Games situation. <laughs> some some mix of Hunger Games and Truman Show. You know where we just don't realize we're in the fucking Hunger Games, but that's yeah. what it is. You know, and some people have figured some shit out. Some people have made deals with the with the the architects of the game. You know, so. Oh, man, you even mentioned before you said King Kong threw the spear up in the fucking Hunger Games. What did she do? She shot the fucking arrow, arrow, right? Yeah. 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 Same shit. Yup. Fuck. Uh, (laughs) And it's like it's like how many times do they have to tell us? No. And that's the thing. They keep telling us, but we 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 aren't open to it. And when you start piecing these things together, then it's like, oh, okay, now we can start. We have something to build on. And I, I'm, yep. I'm with you, man. I'm starting to go back and watching some movies that I, you know, used to kind of just that ah, was okay. It was entertaining and, and really watch them and, and look for what's what's the real messages they're trying to get out in these stories. Because some of these blockbusters, you know, Lord of the Rings uh you know the stories like that man there's more to it that we need to listen to that that we just that's just a movie what if lord of the rings one ring to rule them all the ring is an allegory for antarctica Hmm. that would also that's the ring everybody's fighting it could be a representation of the dome too yeah that would be a ring but like that's what everybody's fighting to, over, and there's a bunch of realms outside of ours that is fighting over the power of that ring. Yeah, because they don't give it. Yeah, they're just going for the ring. They don't. They got their land outside, right? And yeah, it's all just a game. Like it's they just, they just want to control it. Yeah. yeah. Damn. This is the ring. Ding 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 ding. Fuck, dude. Let's get ready to rumble. How do we get some reboots? <laughs> they just watch us. Oh, I want to see. I want to get my character some energy and some. Some reboots, some good armor. Yeah. Yeah. I need, you need that up, up, down, down, left. Yeah. Right, left, right. The, the old contract. <laughs> it's all right. Matt's, Matt's got the guns, man. Fucking. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm old, man. I'm breaking down. Oh, dude. I don't even have the guns anymore. I'm all back. I'm like a fucking silverback gorilla, dude. That's all I am. <laughs> my arms. My arms aren't that big, but I got a big ass back so I could like shield shit. (laughs) 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 That's it. That's that's like we used to call my brother-in-law Hodor. Because he's just a big (laughs) bastard, man. But he is strong. Just, you know, big dude strong. You know, Mm -hmm. 6'4". And just fucking... If, if if the kid put in any work, he'd just crush because he's he's athletic and everything, but he didn't even try and he just he can just throw shit around. It's yeah, hilarious that's, when he gets pissed. Yeah, I, I I like I couldn't imagine being that big. Just no. fucking being like I've known some really big dudes. One of my good friends was like six five, like two eighty, like just a mountain of a dude. And he just he was just big like he worked out every now and again but it wasn't consistent and he was just a big motherfucker that if he wanted you to move you're moving yep like there's no stopping that dude his arm is as big as your entire body (laughs) get the fuck out of the way yeah those dudes just laugh like come on man again another one (laughs) yeah dude like i couldn't imagine being that motherfucking big 
like just a big nah, it's like it's bitch. like watching some of these college athletes too especially the football players man nowadays like i went down to an alabama game uh probably about five years ago now and uh, more than that but the seeing the size of these kids man 18 19 years old grown-ass men just beasts you're like holy shit man that kid's a year out of high school like that's a different breed of human there yeah like six four three twenty <laughs> yeah <laughs> just bah! i got a, a buddy of mine who's a personal trainer and he's like six four like 340 like power lifter he's just a monster i believe they call that the mountain yeah dude he is a monster he's as wide as i am tall <laughs> he's just a good fucking guy 340 pounds yeah i can't even fathom that you're putting a whole like a whole 140 pound person on top of me Dude, like, think of I was just th- thinking that too. I'm like, yo, yeah. like, how do you like you just fall on me? I'm probably and, and gonna- think of what it takes <laughs> to run that efficiently. Mm-hmm. You know, that takes a lot. Of, you got to consume true. a lot. Have you have you seen the uh, the sparring session between Conor McGregor and the Mountain? Oh yeah, where where Conor's just like bouncing around, like. <laughs> And the mountains just like ah, come here, yeah, <laughs> like, rrr, 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 like just trying to catch him. Because but it's like you, it's like what you see in the old depictions of you know the giant versus the human. It was that, very David versus. Yeah, if they get a hold of you, you're fucked. But you are. they are not that agile, and that's what I laugh. I mean, these pe- there's a lot of people that are crediting like giants as being like these super beings. As opposed to being what a giant is, just a huge human being, right? You know, and 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 well, I mean, well, maybe there were human. there were some possible super giants because I think there were superhumans. So why? Oh yeah, I mean, look at look at giants. again. Go back to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, those are I mean, superhumans. Yeah, you know, those I mean, are there's not normal human beings. I, and you know, my theory on how tall these people could have been is still very open. You know, 20. I've heard upwards of 30 some feet, which is Dude, crazy. There's people that think that giants could have been, you know, because people there's there's stories of giants as tall as sequoia trees, you know, and sequoia trees get like hundreds of feet tall. That's insane. Yeah. You know, so- well, and if you think about all that, you know, the petrified shit that people say is, you know, not ancient, trees, ancient, ancient yeah, tree, giant, giant tree you know? theory. You know, if we had if we had sequoias that were 2000 feet tall, you know, a 200 tall, 200 foot tall person wouldn't be that tall. You know, that's no. just you're just like a regular person now standing next to a big ass tree. Um, and maybe maybe that's the way the world was back then. I don't know. So my jury is out, man. I think it, giants could have been just like eight, nine foot people, just these big, massive people. And everybody else was five, six feet tall. You know, because a nine foot person is fucking huge if you're six feet tall. Well, and the other thing, too, Bob, is is they talk about the atmosphere being different. Right. Right. Yeah. That it was a much more oxygenated planet so that things did grow much larger and could it it could sustain much larger beings. Well, and, and we were a silica based organism like we were a silica based, you know, realm and not a carbon based one at that point in time too if you want to get real fucking deep on it 
Um, so we were, you know, humans, trees, earth, creatures, beings, whatever you want to call them. We were just, we had a different makeup and now we're carbon based instead of silica based for whatever reason. Um, and I think there's a bit of credibility to it. You know, I've seen a couple documentaries about the, the silica trees, you know, the, that got me kind of interested in the ancient giant tree theory where I was like, oh shit, like I've held a lot of fucking petrified wood in my hands and it is very much like a crystal. Like you break it open and it's like crystallized and it's like, oh, well, maybe, yeah, that shit maybe that's just that. the way yeah. trees were. Trees <laughs> were these crystalline, you know, fiber optic type things that like glue, like, you know, glow. Like we see in Avatar. Right. Yeah. Oh, bringing it full circle. Like, like, I, I think that's, that's very much the way it could be is that, you know, we were more a, a silica based tech, uh, earth or realm because it transmitted the energy easier and then when they started getting control of this realm it was they realized they had to transition us away from a silica base to a carbon base and they could control us better we wouldn't we wouldn't conduct a list electricity as well we couldn't connect as easily which means we couldn't mind speak you know maybe we were transformed from that to this intentionally and over time yeah, we are like retarded compared to our ancestors. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, it's, I mean, we would be like mongoloids to them. They would laugh at us like, this, look at these little monkeys. Even the smartest of us, even like us who yeah. are, I, I would say, are, you know, in the top one percent or smaller of intellectual beings in this realm. I think we are all included in those people and they would still be like, Y'all are fucking stupid as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all are dumb. What do you Use mean? How much of your brain? Like you put what in your vehicle to get around? What <laughs> internal combustion? What? Like you eat? You eat what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this stuff you're putting in your body? You go to a, what a gro- gross grocery grocery store? store? What is what is this? What is this place? That you speak yeah. of. What's convenience like, store? You don't <laughs> like like it would blow their fucking mind. They would they'd just be like, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> don't you know uh, how powerful <laughs> you are, you stupid fucks? Like, and maybe we can transition back to that. Maybe it can not even take that much time for us to get back to that. Who knows? I think we could possibly do it inside a single lifetime. It's just raising our vibrations. Um and our our level of energy and understanding of the world but do you think part of it too is we need the infrastructure for it also uh infrastructure like what i think the earth is the infrastructure that we need that's what i'm saying but wouldn't we need the earth to be in a better shape also because of the damage we've inflicted on it it's been damaged to a point where we can't even get that back to that higher level to 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 rise ourselves and that's what i've always wondered is what are we you know if we're if we've destroyed you know not destroyed it but it's it's not where it needs to be either it's not in balance no it's mad fucked up like it's just so deep man and all of it and 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 you'll never get a straight answer on any of this shit that's the thing that drives you crazy is it's like man i just I just want to know, you know, I just want to stop being lied to. That's it. The only way that, I mean, and this has been my message to people is just remove yourself. Stop yep. paying attention. 
you know, quit ingesting poison as much as you can, drink distilled water, eat, you know, homegrown or organic foods, you know, get some chickens, get out on land, just remove the poison. Like we are just constantly being poisoned. And if we remove ourselves from that, then we automatically get a more uh, symbiotic connection with the earth and it's, it's palpable, but you can't, I'm trying to do it in the city and it's just not working and I'm still drained and, you know, it's just not working because I'm doing something while still just constantly being, you know, the energy vampirism that I talked about earlier, not to mention that I just, I, I work a job I hate. I'm away from my family, which that depletes my energy. I've got all these outside stressors constantly because I'm engaged in like multiple lawsuits. And so like, like this realm is just this fucking sucker of life. And you've <laughs> got to get yourself out of it. You have to, you have to. You know, any small step you can do is good, but the idea is to get the fuck out. Like, get out of the city, get some chickens, grow um, your food, walk around yeah, barefoot. To, you know, to learn how to make things on your own. Get in a good relationship, make shit yourself, get independent. Like, we're supposed to be in relationships. We're supposed to have our kids around us. We're supposed to be out in nature. Like, that's how we're supposed to be living. And we're never going to be able to escape this shit until we all start doing that. So that's what I'm fucking trying to do. I'm trying to get the fuck up out of here. I'm tired of being pissed off and out of energy all the time because of this soul sucking society. Definitely looking forward to leaving you. Dude, I want to live somewhere like your background, dude, where it's just trees and fucking mountains and no people like see i would totally be fine with that my wife could my wife would man I, I, we were looking at stuff we've got a lot of friends in the pacific northwest you know northern california uh, oregon washington idaho kind of in that area and i was like man like if we can get some shit dealt with and i can sell my business we could fucking bounce up to that area and so i started looking at houses and man there's some cheap ass shit up there like badass fucking like 20 acres in the woods like 400 grand like four bedroom three bath like baller house for like four <laughs> or five hundred grand for like 20 acres in the mountains i'm just no, like if, if i wanted to i didn't even have to leave new york remember bob you were even telling me about some of the places upstate new york i could go to somewhere where I, there's no one around me. upstate even new york is state, dude i could do that i looked real hard at upstate new york because that dude you, you can, can have get, like a neighbor that you never see oh my dude, uncle my uncle bought 100 acres the northeast is fucking legit too my pro i'm a texas boy so i'm like could i handle the cold and like, if I'm working for myself, mostly from home, I'm like, man, I could weather some fucking winter shit. Like, I don't no, really, totally if I'm dealing with, yeah, but like, I can get used to it. Like, like <laughs> I'm a, I'm a creature habit. So after like one or two winters, it wouldn't be a big deal to me anymore. I've been saying that for 40 of them, Bob. <laughs> Fuck I'm that, just telling man. you, I mean, I, I'm on Long Island, but compared to what the upstate gets hit way worse. Yeah, my, my parents grew up on the Canadian border in upstate New York. And man, when we would go up there in the winter, I remember as a little kid, like driving up there and just the sides of the roads were just piles of snow. 
You know, yeah. like you couldn't see anything because it was like eight, 10 foot banks of snow on either side. You're going through the mountain and it's just wild shit. You get up there and there's Amish up there. It's like a whole different world. Yeah, up yeah, there. yeah, dude, that's the shit, though. I mean, if the Amish can survive, dude, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. Like, I'm just going to be building hot rods and raising fucking kids that hate the government. Um, <laughs> you know, that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. And like fucking make babies and fucking raise some chickens and shit like maybe if shit really gets crazy i'll fucking grow some weed and make some fucking moonshine but like i just want to be in the woods doing my own fucking thing being left the fuck alone like i'm just so over it like i drive around i keep telling my wife like every day i'm just like babe i don't i'm getting like i don't I, like i'm gonna fucking pop on these idiots like god damn it and i gotta let a little steam off every now and again right so <clears throat> i've taken up um as a personal uh mission of mine to shame as many mask wearers as possible oh dude so- <laughs> I, bob please come come visit me man i am in a apartment complex full of fucking college retards that dude. walk around with the goddamn mask everywhere dude i i, I was going on here crazy there was a there was a cat so i'll tell a couple stories that i did recently because i'm just so tired of it i'm just like fuck you assholes <laughs> like so the most recent one was was this morning i was at the gym and there's this really big motherfucker that works out at the gym the dude's like my height like he's five nine five ten ish um but he is like four feet wide like he is just a huge dude he's like one of those six foot five guys we were talking about but in like a five nine structure like the dude is fucking jacked and he wears the stupid black fucking biden mask everywhere and uh today like he was gotten his ass yeah there's that's the they will get to that hold on (laughs) oh but wait there's more um so he's working out on a on a machine to the left of me right and he gets done and he fucking gets all his little squirty fucking disinfectant shit that could just be poop purple food fucking coloring in water like you're you didn't bring your own disinfectant dude to make sure that you're actually doing something nah dude just spray the fucking water in a whatever but he's, he does his little thing and he wipes off the fabulous. Yeah, he, he wipes <laughs> off the fucking seat and he wipes off the handles and uh, he moves over to the machine to my right. And he just like sits down and grabs the little weight thing that changes the weight on the machine. And I was like, and he just changed it and grabbed the handles and went to start doing his workout. And I, I was like, hey, man, I hate to interrupt you, but uh, can I ask you a question real quick? And he was like, what? And I said, why didn't you wipe any of that off before you touched it? And he was like, oh, well, uh, you know, I didn't think about it. I said, but you think there's a deadly virus, right? And he was like, well, you know, like I've got a kid that's six weeks old and he's got heart problems and he's susceptible to stuff. And I said, then why would you put yourself at risk like that? Like, Why would you be eh. at the gym? Why would you? Yeah. Like, I didn't say that, but I was like, why aren't you being like extra careful then? If you like really care about your son, why, why are you doing this? Like, and have you not educated yourself? I was like, your mask, the box that that thing came in says it doesn't protect you from virus. And then he goes, yeah, I know it doesn't. 
And I was like, then why are you wearing it, dude? If anything, it's catching germs, making you more susceptible to get sick or carry yeah. something home to your susceptible son. And he was like, dude, what do you want, man? Like, you want me to take the mask off? And I said, I want you to educate yourself for your son's benefit. That's what I Make want you to do. Make a good decision for your, yeah. Like, if you kid. really care about your son, get smarter, bro. Like, Holy the shit. fuck is your problem? And he was like, well, you know, I don't really don't want to talk about this. You know, when I was in the military and I was like, ah. Oh, I said, bingo. I said, that's it, man. I said, never mind. I, I, that's all I needed to hear right there, buddy. Thanks, man. Take it easy. Um, and you know, maybe I will, I, I mean, I guarantee I'll see that motherfucker tomorrow morning. Um, <laughs> but we'll see if he has a mask on still. Uh, but then I was, uh, I went to this, this gas station that I go to every now and again when I'm working and there's this dude behind the fucking counter and I've talked to him about masks before and he's still got his goddamn mask on when they have dropped everything. COVID's not, it's over. Even in their in their world, COVID is over. For now. For now. Um, so I walk up and I'm like, hey, man, what are you so afraid of? And he's like, what you talking about? And I was like, you're obviously scared of something. And he's like, what, man? I said, you're scared of breathing. Like, why don't you want to breathe freely? And he was like, well, man, you, people come in here and they be coughing and shit, man. And I want to be careful. I said, but you drove here. Like, do you know how many accidents there are in this city every day? And he's like, well, yeah, so? And I said, do you know what the number one killer in America is? And he goes, no. I said, obesity, but it hasn't made you change your diet. Like, and he just looked at me. I was like, have a good day, brother. And just fucking walked off. Like, you fat fuck. You're going to sit there and tell me you're worried about getting sick, but you're still going to fucking stuff. No. You're going to stuff fucking ho-hos in your face? No, I shit up. you not. I, I shit you not, dude. You know, a while ago, I was... <laughs> Dying. I was, it was so funny. I had to start texting people when I saw it. <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe I just witnessed this. Over by my house, there's like a uh, kind of like an apartment complex type of like apartment buildings across the street from like a deli. And I legit watched this chick once she had like this fucking rainbow mask on. So who knows what that was all about? You know, running. Well, trying to one power walking from the fucking store to her apartment, literally with a bag of fucking soda that I saw chips and donuts. And she was big and no lie. Her stomach was hanging out out of her fucking shirt. She was a fucking slob with a mask on trying to power walk from the deli to the fucking apartment complex. I'm like, yo, you care that much. But what the look at yourself. Dude, if you just go to the grocery store, why are you wearing a mask? You're going to die from the shit you're eating. Go to the grocery store and just walk around and observe the baskets of the people with the masks on. No, it's no. The people in the motorized carts. Yeah, well, they those are the ones that kill me, man. They got masks on too, generally. So Uh, it works the same. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, these works the same fuckers. They, they, They got fucking like. 12 packs of fucking soda and chips and like fucking frozen food and just the worst shit in their fucking baskets. It's just like, God damn it. Like not a single thing from the perimeter of the store. That's any healthy for you. Like how have you not figured this shit out yet? Like, I'm not the smartest motherfucker in the world, but I try to get smarter every day. And if I'm sick, I try to figure it out. 
you know, like, why'd I get sick? Um, and I don't get sick. I've been sick recently, but I think that's just, they've really been spraying like a motherfucker here. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been nasty as far as them spraying here. So do I have a buddy who's near you who had to, had to back out of, uh, master debaters last night? Really? Cause he said the same thing. He said he, he's been sick like the last two days now because of the heavy spraying they're doing in his area. Yeah, dude, they spray like crazy oh, here, yeah. like crazy. Um, and that's, that's why people are getting sick. Um, it's just, I, I don't understand how people haven't figured it out. Like, how have you not figured it out? Like, whether it's politicians lie or a poor food is fucking poison. Like, how have you not? Like, how have you not out? seen any bullshit in, in all this time? In the, <laughs> right. in the past three just, years, how have you not seen any fucking thing that's like, wow, just, that doesn't make any sense. Just eating it up. Just like, yeah, okay. Just sure. double fisting Seems it, right? right. Oh, just taking it I'm, deep. I'm wearing my mask, so I'm fine, you Fuck. know, and so I'll continue to eat shit laced with, you know, red dye that was considered so poisonous. They took it out of freaking cosmetics, but they left it in our food. Mm. Oh, right. Figure that one out if you want. It's it's too toxic to be in makeup, but you can eat it still, you know. Yeah, like it's directly linked to cancer. And then, you know, like I like if, if you read the ingredients to the food that you're picking up at the store and you don't know what any of those words are, put it back on the shelf. Like, yo, it's crazy if you look at a lot of food, like, you know, canned or like packaged stuff, like even how much when like you like just paying attention to the colors, especially with candy. Like what? Just when it gets into the colors, the whole fucking list of that shit. Well, you know, should be like, what the fuck is all that? In, <laughs> that just it's like in the entire it's world, color. there's there's only like six, um, like refined sugar factories in the entire world, and they're all owned by the same person. No. So like, there's one person, one company, one main company that owns all refined sugar, all of it. Holy fuck. Who's that? I forget the name, but it, I mean, it's, oh. it's, of course, it's, you know, some, you know, nonsense name that it's just a patsy anyway. Um, but yeah, all of refined sugar factories are owned by one company or one person. I forget what it was, but yeah, all of it. So if it's refined sugar in your Coke or in your fucking Eggo waffles or, you know, in your yogurt, whatever, it all comes from a single, you know, ownership source. So fucking get your sugar from honey, from natural oh, shit. Like stop by like stop ingesting refined sugar completely. You know, anything with red dye or you know too much citric acid. Like if citric acid is one of the first um ingredients, don't fucking eat that shit. Like you get like start soy. paying attention to what you soy is horrible. Any kind of fucking uh, sucralose or glucose or corn syrup, you know. And, and when you start looking at ingredients labels, dude, it's all poison. You're the weirdest fucking shit. It's I'm all especially fucking like, poison. Yeah, especially like prepackaged like meals and like stuff Well, that's like why that. 95% of it didn't exist 100 years ago. Yeah. No. And 100 years ago fucking like 90% of the workforce was in agriculture. 
You know, imagine how better off we would be if 90% of the workforce was growing food. Like, now, whether that's vegetables or farming cattle or whatever, you know, if 90% was in agriculture, growing and providing food for the rest of the nation, dude, we would never have any problems with anything ever. Like, everything would there be. Goes, oh, there goes obesity. There goes cancer. Cancer. See, autism. Yeah. Fucking yep. every ailment that we have would be gone. No allergies, no nothing. It all goes away. I don't think any of that shit is natural. None of that shit is natural. We're not supposed to be allergic to the earth. Like, what silly nonsense is that? We're allergic to the earth. We're not supposed to be. I think allergies are just vaccine side effects. That's it. Oh, my yeah, youngest. My youngest daughter, she doesn't, she doesn't have freaking any allergic reactions to anything. She's never had a vaccine, you know, and she doesn't have allergies. Now she's only like almost three, but, um, you know, she hasn't had any allergic reactions to anything. So she's gotten kind of sick a couple of times, but nothing, nothing to worry about, you know, slight fever over in 24 hours, nothing major, you know, done and done. Um, and that that could just be toxic food that we're giving her, which is which is the main reason we're trying to switch shit is so we're not feeding our kids poison. You know, when you start realizing how poisonous the food is, it's hard not to alter your diet and, and alter your children's diet if you got kids, because knowingly feeding them poison, man, that's that's hard to do. I mean, we still do it every now and again because, you know, we're tired ass parents of four. <laughs> um you know but we try my wife cooks all the meals and you know makes lunches and you know tries to counter it by making you know organic shit we eat sourdough and she's about to do some fermenting and shit like that so oh nice that's pretty yeah cool. dude Hey, I'm not trying to interrupt. I didn't realize we've been it's, going for almost three yeah, hours, yeah. dude. And oh, Jesus. Up, <laughs> Last time I, I looked, looked, it was it was just over two hours. Dude, I'm like, it's quarter like, to I... what? I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And I was wondering why my dog's over here. Like, hey, she hey. keeps pawing at my back. Like, hey, let's, let's go, old man. <laughs> we need to go outside before I go outside. Yeah. Until I bring outside inside. You get pissed. <laughs> well yeah we can end it there man um and that's that's kind of my white pill i like to end shit on man y'all quit fucking Beautiful. eating eating poison remove yourself from the society quit paying attention to the motherfucking circus focus on your goals of getting out and connecting with badass motherfuckers that think the same way as you and this realm has no fucking power over you that's it well so, said. i'm moral bob you can find me at hidden in plain sight at the moral Bob and at the hidden pod on Instagram. Um, Matt, why don't you give them all of your stuff too? I am the great deception podcast anywhere you're looking, which is just Instagram, YouTube <laughs> and uh bit shoot right now. So <laughs> there you go. Well, don't, yeah, well, well, you're also on like old, old podcasts too though, right? Yeah. What's Any, that? Anywhere. You're oh yeah, yeah. You can find my podcast just about anywhere. Yeah. The oh, great it's deception. on all the different platforms, but yeah. Yeah, go look for it. If you don't know by now where to find my <laughs> shit, dude, yeah. seriously. If, like, you, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. <laughs>
that would be cool to know that somehow someone came across us from this show, though. Oh, dude, I heard <laughs> you talking like about that once. It accident. blew my mind. It's like, man, we talked about that, and I'm like, that's so fucking. What are the chances that somebody just comes upon your podcast and listens? Like, dude, somebody, that- somebody recently told me that happened. They were just. Like they were a random fan. They were looking for like conspiracy shows or some shit and just came across mine. And they were like, holy shit. How have I never heard yeah. this podcast? And we I was had a listen- like, what? <laughs> we had a listener come on. We didn't release it yet, but she said she just typed in a cult into BitChute and the occult rejects came up and that's how she found it. There you Boom. go. What the fuck? All that pay you do to Google pays off, NY. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what the crazy thing is? I was like, I, I was so surprised because bitch shoot, like, not not that like I'm tooting my own horn, but like we've had some videos that did very well with views. And it's like, how is a show that's been out longer with less views coming up as trending when my show has been out shorter with more views? Yeah. Like some of the shows they even show as trending don't even have that much of views. And I'm like, this, how is this possible? They're, they probably donate to BitChute. That's I was going to say, oh, a little money goes a long way. Yeah, Dude. I was like, I bet you those donations might get that. <laughs> when I switched my podcast from the old name to Hidden in, Pod, Hidden in Plain Sight, I looked around and there was, there was no other podcast at that time called Hidden in Plain Sight. It's why I picked it. Um, and now... There's some other like quote unquote conspiracy podcast. It's like a couple fucking morons talking shit. And I guarantee that shit was fucking started just to try to drown me out, you know, in search results. Cause people are like, man, I search for you. And all I find is these two idiots making dick. Yeah. They were on, they were on Charlie's show. And I was like, Oh shit, Bob's on, I'm with Charlie. And I was like, no, it's these two. I was like, ah, shit. Charlie had them on. No, I think so. Yeah. Fucking. I'm going to email Charlie like, you motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get into another fucking tear. NY, tell them where they can find you. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, NY Patriot Show uh, on all major podcasts. Um, uh, Bitchute Rumble and then the Occult Rejects on all major podcasts and Bitchute Rumble. And we have a Torn War. Uh, that's YouTube. Fuck yeah. Well, that concludes another meeting in the minds, folks. Oh, Odd Man. You can find uh, the Oddcast with Odd Man out on all your podcatchers. You can find him on Instagram. Pod, Instagram. Pod yeah, Podbean. Yeah. Um, you find him on yeah, Instagram. You, if you just do, you do a search for Odd Man on, you know, pretty much anything. His stuff's gonna pop. Get the up. Odd Man out. Or the Odd yeah, Man out. Right. You'll you'll find him. He's not a hard man to find. Um. So that's for been around. that's for odd man. So that concludes another meeting of the minds, fellas. Thank you. This is my favorite show to do, man. I love it, and I couldn't be happier to have you guys with me every time. So until next time, you guys be good, live free, damn the man. <laughs> Later. Later.